0: Sixteen
1: systems shut
0: down so far. Seemingly random locations. I'm attempting to lock her and the others out of the main... We will not be able to stop her. She knows more about how this all works than, well, anyone. Dr. Halsey. John. What's the plan? The plan? Right now, we are in survival mode. Again. Cortana's message has spread across the galaxy. Most sentient AI are siding with her. Against us? Yes, but maybe not you. Tell me, John, what was
1: the last thing she said to you? She said goodbye. All right, welcome back to the Noble Corps Podcasts. We are your hosts, The Grunt. And John the Chief. And today we are doing another special episode. Uh, today we're continuing our monthly series, The Road to Infinite. And in this monthly series, we're discussing a specific Halo game in semi-kinetical order as we approach Halo Infinite. Um, of course, last month we did Halo Reach, and this month we're going to be diving into Halo Combat Evolved in this episode. And then at the end, with a new kind of topic on there, uh, we're going to be talking about the newest Halo Infinite details. Since we're going to be recording these episodes the same day that Inside Infinite goes live every month, which is the last Thursday of every month. Uh, so we're going to hit two, uh, two birds with one stone there um yeah but we're gonna jump right on there and kind of rock and roll what do you say my boy the hype is unreal the
0: hype is infinite if i should say anything but i i am so ready
1: (laughs) the hype is isn't it um no absolutely dude so yeah before we jump into Halo infinite of course i know we really want to talk about all that but uh you know we're gonna be talking about halo combat evolved uh kind of our involvement with it um you know, what we've really enjoyed, mostly kind of a lot of the positive stuff around that. Um, you know, we do, you know, criticism is an impor- important part of, like, the community and stuff, uh, but we're more more or less kind of focusing more on the, uh, uh, the positive aspects of it, you know, not too much uh, criticizing or complaining here, uh, maybe a little bit here and there, just depending on the day, but, or whatever, you know. <laughs> but really, we're going to kind of start off with our introduction to Halo Combat Evolved, um, and we're gonna just going kind to, of, you know, how were we introduced to it uh you know our excitement for it was there any pre-release hype kind of where did we start from uh, here how were we introduced and is this even our or like first halo game um john what what about you man what when we uh, talk about combat evolved here how were you introduced to it
0: so um being that the game is basically the same age as i am i am i think only a couple years older Uh, So I can't really remember any pre-hype. I just remember all of a sudden, just, you know, off and on through my memory, playing the game with my dad or just, you know, him handing the controller to me and I'm just playing. Of course, you know, I didn't quite get it as a kid. I didn't understand. You know, I just, I was just playing to play, but I loved, even as a kid, every aspect of each part of the game, like um just the levels were just super interesting a lot of people kind of hate going back and forth like you know they're going this way to the mission then they have to like play back through it with like another oh, yeah. part of the game and like to me i i don't seem to mind that like i really liked that um even today i you know i actually did just rebeat it again for maybe the 80th time uh and i still love that factor like i have never once hated it or was even annoyed by it i don't i don't know why but I personally thought it was a good idea. I don't know how, you know, how big their budget was or if they were were tied on their budget, but it's cool that they were able to, you know, reutilize it. They didn't have to keep rebuilding so many areas. They could really play into, you know, reworking that map, which is, I think, an absolutely amazing design. Mm -hmm. Um, But in terms of hype, I I don't really have any because I was a kid. But if we were talking about the anniversary edition, yeah, that which is part of it, huge deal. Yes, that that is uh, part of it for sure. Um, that one was a huge deal because actually, um, I didn't have it uh, when it released. I really wanted it. I think it wasn't too late after though. I remember it was in March. Um, and what's funny is I was actually going. I was actually hanging out with my friends, and uh, we were celebrating my friend's birthday, and. It was actually not in March. It was um, February. It's towards the end of February, so it's getting close. Um, And we go to Toys R Us because it was super close. It was down the road. We always went over there just to look at stuff. They bought Pokemon cards. I just kind of looked around. Um, And there was a game cabinet uh, in this, like, section. And what's funny is we were looking at games, and my mom was actually trying to pick out something for me. I didn't know she was there. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so uh, it was either Grand Theft Auto 4 or Halo Combat Evolved, and Mom's like, oh, shit, I don't know which one he likes more, because she knew I loved both of the games, um, both series. And she's like, shit, I don't know which one to pick. And she's, like, looking around trying to think, and she goes, oh, um, well, I guess I'll just go ask him because <laughs> I'm right there. <laughs> and she tapped And me that me works. And I turn around. I'm like, oh, Mom, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, I, I could ask you the same thing, but you to come over here real quick. And I'm like, oh, okay. I step over and the GameStop employee, um, he's just like, out of these two games, which one do you want the most? And I just, I plucked Halo so fast, like by the time he could look down, it was already out of his hands. <laughs> oh, very nice. And my mom was just like, okay, well, that's that's what you're getting. Um, I didn't want you to see it, but I'm glad that you're able to pick it. So uh, there we go. Instead of having me wait, she actually gave it to me that night, and I oh would- nice. So you know, rerunning through the game with the newer graphics was really cool. And I love that you could switch between the two. Of course, it wasn't necessarily quick, but I loved it because, you know, I could cherish new memories with the newer graphics, but still remember the the old with the older graphics. Mm -hmm. And I I absolutely loved how how they did that. And, you know, next month for Halo 2, I'm going to spoil a tiny bit of it, that they perfected it. (laughs) That's all I (laughs) But Yeah, no, I absolutely love that you can swap between the two because I just thought it was ingenious and, you know, that was one of the first few remastered games I've played, but I was super hyped for that one, even seeing for uh, commercials.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and it was interesting you bring up, like, the little time between, because you'd hit the the button to go between classic remastered, and it's yeah, a funny detail I remember uh, when it goes black for, like, three or four seconds, but the game is still playing, so you could still die Yeah, uh, when can. that happens. After- it was cursed but i loved it that's awesome so if you can think back to your very first memory of playing a halo uh or play i guess combat evolved can you like do you have a first memory even if it's super vague
0: um so i think everyone remembers the silent cartographer that is one of the most iconic missions in halo period you know i'd argue fucking period yeah period easy um and then yeah. the second mission, I would have to say um, probably either Assault on the Control Room mm-hmm. or oh, maybe it was Assault on the Control Room. Uh, I remember had a lot of Flood, and I, I always kind of bounced back and forth between, like, do I really like the aliens more? Do I like the Flood more? And my dad and sister didn't really like the Flood that much. They thought they were creepy. I actually thought they were cooler than anything. So yeah. instead of being afraid as a kid, I actually loved them. I would always just like run around with them, and I was like, "I hope one day they team up with them." Yeah, <laughs> for whatever reason. Oh, that's interesting. In future, mm. uh, but, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely loved just the style of them, and you know what that type of parasite can do. Of course, as a kid, I didn't know what it was, but I was just like, "Yep, they just jump on you, and boom, you're zombie." <laughs> actually even before i realized that's technically a zombie i whenever things were a zombie i called them flood
1: oh my goodness that's fucking awesome yeah so i didn't call things zombie i called them floods
0: and my friends looked at me like i was fucking crazy until like they played or like they recently like replayed halo and they're like that makes sense oh yeah (laughs) and they're just like oh that's why you call it flood you don't call it zombie (laughs)
1: Call of Duty floods,
0: yeah. Call of Duty floods. Dude. <laughs>
1: Left for flood.
0: Left for flood. I mean,
1: <laughs> I like it. No, I like it. I like it. I yeah. kind of want to start doing that just to fuck around with people. That's really. Yeah, I'm gonna start tweeting that shit now. <laughs> World War Flood.
0: World I love War it. Flood. But yeah. Um, and actually, like now that I actually have some action figures of flood figurines, like. I look at them like they're just so unique and so cool. I think I love the, um, you know, the flood carriers, like the ones that drop and explode and just what we call popcorn flood. Okay. I, have, I have one here at my house that my girlfriend actually got me for my last birthday uh, before COVID. Damn, it's been a year. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was. it's really cool because that thing is fucking dead, dude. You could knock someone out with it.
1: Yeah, dude, you you really could.
0: Thing's just gonna go bonk. I actually moved it from my top shelf all the way towards the bottom because it's got metal plating. Because I was genuinely concerned that if it knocks over, it's gonna shatter the glass. Oh, really? Yeah, seriously, I was genuinely concerned. (laughs) I mean, the thing—it's—it's a—it's a a beefy little boy, dude. It'll—it'll wreck you for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I remember one time, um, it fell and dropped on my toe. Oh, oh my God, dude, I. Stubbing your toe sucks, but when you have something drop on it and it's, like, that dense, it's it sucked. But definitely one of the coolest things. Came with, like, a really ugly flood spore. Absolutely loved it. Then online, I went and found um, a little popcorn flood plushie because I found out it came in a loot box. And people oh, yeah. People were just selling them because they didn't care about them. And he's actually above my TV right now. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think going back to my earliest memories. sorry for going on the absolute just tangent about this. So. All
1: right. You're so ready to blow your Halo Comedy Evolved load, bro. Yeah. Like, I know we're ready for that, but don't worry. We got a lot more to talk about as far as it goes. It's, There's yeah, that's part of it. Talk about yeah.
0: it. Yeah. I absolutely just, I I loved the game from the start. Like, and I, I think that's what I'm most proud of to say is like, that was my first video game and it's my all-time you know, favorite game series. Like, I will forever stand by it. So, you know, seeing it evolve through the years. um, (laughs) It's really nice. Like, so, um, I don't know. I I have got a lot of respect for the game, even after God 21 years, 20-ish years.
1: Almost 20 years, 20 years this year. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, 20 years this year, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, um, an absolute just a plus game like i go back to it and i'm like the, it's great like you know it, it might not do so well if it was released in this time but for the the age of it you could still go back and replay it and this is proof because i've had people that have never played halo and they've re they played that game with me and they
1: actually love it too so oh you know, yeah the game is timeless yeah Completely absolutely timeless, timeless. I'd argue it's more timeless than Doom and Half-Life. The original Doom and Half-Life. Um, no, absolutely. I, I don't even think, yeah. I mean, it's still played on modern consoles. Like, you, like I don't even know, bro. Like, it's still the same.
0: It's awesome. Um, absolutely phenomenal. But, you know, now i got to redirect that question for you. Like, you know, what's your fam- first memory of it? Or, you know, even the hype for, for it? Because I know you're a little bit older than me. If you remember any hype for it or, hell, you know, some hype for uh, Anniversary.
1: Yeah, you know it's uh, it's interesting um, because I was I was teased a lot, not teased like in a bullying way, but like teased a lot. Like it existed, and my I knew it existed, but I didn't know what it was. But I knew hypothetically what it was. So I like rewinding way back um, to around the two thousand. T- 2001-ish era when the game came out. So it must have been 2002. I remember on the playground, when, you know, in recess, it was like first grade, I think, or second grade. Um, all the kids would, you know, you play live action Halo. Now, I didn't understand what that meant, but I, I knew what Master Chief looked like. And at the time, I called him Halo guy. So we'd all running around saying, like, "Oh, I'm Halo guy, and we'd be playing capture the flag and stuff and, and <laughs> like I didn't understand, but I recognized the halo guy, and I knew what they meant when they said halo I was like, oh, that's like that's a game of the robot. I didn't know what the fuck it was <laughs> um, but I remember my dad got the um so my dad got the p c demo from um I can't remember where he got it from. I, uh, I think maybe it was a PC Gamer magazine, but he got it for the PC, the Combat Evolved demo. And I remember when he, when he first played it, he'd show me a little bit of it, but I was still so young at the time, and I didn't quite get it. I remember distinctively thinking this was a Spider-Man game where we were shooting watermelons. <laughs> um, multicolored watermelons. And the interesting thing about the PC demo is it well, did give <laughs> it gave you access to the um, the one level in the campaign which is the silent cartographer and blood gulch online you could play blood gulch with people online oh, even with people who a- owned the full game when it came out on PC you could play with them just as long as they were on blood gulch which was, which was fun um, so eventually a couple years pass a little bit and I kind of I'm more into Spider-Man I'm more into Star Wars and stuff like that And one day, I remember distinctly, my mom, she does a preschool. And one night, she's prepping for the next day of teaching kids about colors. And she searches into the Google, uh, no, Yahoo search engine. And it pulls up a picture of a Halo 2 of a Master Chief and an ODST standing together on one of the Halo 2 maps. And something clicked. You know, I, I saw the Master Chief. I'm like, I know that from somewhere. What is that? because it like it was like a burst of nostalgia like a shotgun to the face and i was like where do i know that because it was a different design but it was still similar enough for me to be like i recognize you so i remember asking my dad i'm like hey what was that one game it's like half life but you're like a robot uh because i would play a lot of half life like i knew of half life more than I knew of halo yeah because my dad had the posters up for half life I'm like, it's like Half-Life, but it's a robot. And he had no idea what I was talking about. Um, But we eventually found the Halo PC demo on the same disc that he had before. So we popped it in and installed it. And that's when I remember, of course, playing, you know, having the the menu come up for the first time and the music. And even though I hadn't really played it before, I could recognize it enough. I think this is the game. (laughs) But, uh, yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty cool Uh having the pulp and then the first game there was uh uh combat uh what was it silent cartographer let's see yes i think silent cartographer or mm. no let's, let's see what hey john can you still hear me <laughs> Yes, yeah, i can prefer still hear you can you hear me Give me a second. I think we might be having technical difficulties. Oh no. <laughs> uh, it says I'm still plugged in. <laughs> I think I can hear you again. Oh, can you hear me? I can. There we go. Wait, there Sorry we go. about that. Sorry about
0: that. <laughs> Sorry about my dogs barking in the background. Just oh, they're new.
1: So <laughs> they're getting used to the place. <laughs> oh you're good. Um but yeah, I remember uh, the first so the mi- the only mission you could play on there was silent cartographer, and I remember flying in under the beach, and you know storing in the beach like it's World War II Normandy uh, the battle or uh, I guess D Day I guess you could call it yeah uh, because you know there's Medal of Honor and stuff, and I recognize that enough um, where I'm like oh my god this is so cool, but it's like aliens and stuff, and then you know the you, you kill all the aliens and stuff, and then you get in the car and then you can roam around the island. Now, I didn't know how to actually beat the level for like six months because I still haven't developed because I didn't play a ton of games or anything. I wasn't a gamer. I was I don't know. I don't know what I was, but I was a kid. Right. Yeah. So eventually I would have know how to beat the level, but it was still hard for me to figure out. But that was so that was 2003. Um, and I didn't get an Xbox re- an Xbox of any kind until 2008. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, That's not yours. You can't do that. Let's see. Um, But yeah, I mean, so it was pretty uh, cool. So like as a kid, like growing up with that, um, I remember my cousins were eventually able to get like Combat Evolved on their own Xbox when they got theirs in 2000. 2006 or something. We played a little bit on the Xbox. I sucked at it because, you know, the massive Duke controllers, and I was a little kid. The Duke uh, oh my gosh, those are really nostalgic, dude. Yeah, dude, they had it. They had a whole Xbox. They had Halo Combat Evolved on it. Now, the problem was with their TV, it was so dark, like, their brightness on it was so dim, apparently, on that one video system. Uh, like, if you played the library, you couldn't see more than five feet in front of you. Oh, Yeah, it was freaky, so I remember... No, I had never played the full game on it. I'd only played a little bit other... outside of the Silent Cartographer. Um, And I only briefly heard about the Flood from them. Um, And from some other people as well who were at my school who played it. So I had no idea what the Flood was, and then when I eventually played the full game in 2007, I think... I think it was 2007 when we got the full game, or it was 2006 on PC. Um... You know, I was able to play through the full campaign. The Flood freaked me out, dude. Of course, I was a little kid. I was a pussy, dude. I was afraid of even aliens in the day. I was terrified of aliens.
0: You can nuke them with a cigar. You're a pussy.
1: <laughs> You're a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I was, dude. I was big baby. Um, So, of course, the Flood freaked me out a lot more than I think they probably should have, especially with those graphics. And as many might know, the, the PC version of Halo had downgraded graphics, interestingly. But it still freaked me out. So there it is. Um, but I remember like just being so in- like, like, I don't even know, like my draw had dropped. just activated, dropped. you know, just really bad. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you're picking up what I'm putting down.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think any, you know, halo veteran, yeah, you know, that's what they call it. Um, you know, I like to call it halo old guys, <laughs> Halo uh, boomers, halo boomers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, get it like they they understand um and it's it's very similar to the feeling when you hop out of the the pod and you look up and you just see that ring for the first time and you just your jaw just hits the floor
1: yeah it was interesting but because so many people referenced that as their first time stepping on halo now i didn't experience that until several years after i had been on the halo ring with combat evolved uh in the silent cartographer so it wasn't as mind-blowing for me at the time because my br- mine had already been shattered back, in, back several years earlier with what I think is a much better level, in my opinion. Um, but I remember just like the Silent Cartographer itself. I mean, we based birthday parties off of the Silent Cartographer. Not just Halo, the map itself. I remember as, with the birthday party, before we ever owned the actual game, I think that was the year we actually got Halo. We had a birthday party, and we would all, like all the little kids and stuff, we would... Uh, we would basically play out the way the silent cartographer goes in the backyard. That's so kind driving around in a car and like going inside the Forerunner installations, blah, blah, blah. Um, God, it was crazy. But yeah, I remember, you know, you know, first playing it through, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever played. I'm like, uh, it was way better than Spider-Man or Star Wars or anything. Cause it like really interested me. um, In ways that's kind of hard to describe because it was in the brain of a much younger me who didn't understand a lot of the plot, still. I didn't understand a lot of the dialogue necessarily, Um, but I got the story. Like, I got what the events were doing. Um, And of course, being rid of him, I mean, my dad doesn't really care. So, parents do either. Like, I've seen a lot worse, but I just, like, this was the first thing that truly interests me outside of just general little kid like, oh, I like Spider-Man because I'm a little kid and superpowers, or Star Wars because lightsabers. Um, It was the first thing where I was like, no, this is something I want to really get into. And that's kind of just me being introduced to Halo. I'm sure I'm going to mess up some of the timelines there. I don't remember necessarily the year I got the game, but I remember between 2003 and uh, 2008, I had only played Combat Evolved. So, with Halo, with Halo 2 and Halo 3 releasing later, I never played those until after the release of Halo 3, even though I was there for some of the hype for some of it.
0: Very interesting.
1: So that's just kind of my introduction to the game there. Um, but John, I mean, I know eventually at some point you've had to play the game uh, for the first time, like knowing what's going on. Um, so my kind of question, like revolving around that, because of course we kind of have our backgrounds with it there but your initial impressions to the game and even like playing it now what is your initial reaction to the game like what is just your general thoughts on the game itself the game quality just some of the kind of the meta there
0: yeah so um the game stands out to me in the sense of mystery when i even when i was a kid i was just like what what's all of this what does this mean and you know you do get some things answered but it's so Incredibly open, but I love how well they're able to tie so much into it. I mean, st- there's still stuff that we haven't gotten answered that could potentially be answered in Infinite or hell, mm-hmm. even more opened up where we're like, oh, that question got answered with a question. Now we've got a lot more.
1: Yeah, and then it gets more questions. It spawns yeah. like 10 more questions. And I do hope for that, you know, but that
0: game, so um, Combat Evolved was very confusing to me, but not too confusing because, you know, sometimes you play those games that are super confusing. You're like, no, I'm not going to play this. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a bit (laughs) I get it. Like, it's like some games you need like a helping hand. You need someone to kind of help you do certain things. But with specifically Halo, you kind of got it. I remember I want to say it was actually, I want to say a little bit after Halo 3 is when I started to kind of piece things together and be like, okay, this is this is why we were fighting to destroy this, because this could kill everything. And, of course, you know, being a kid, like, you just don't understand. So yeah. it's a little tricky. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah a little, absolutely insane.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit tricky. So when you say it was a little bit more confusing, uh, are you talking more about gameplay and, like, level design, or is that more story and more world? story story. Um, I... I just couldn't
0: quite grasp it. I was like, I know that we're going over the all over the place to kill these things, but why are we killing it, and why are we going to this specific location to do these?
1: Mm-hmm. And you
0: know, just over time, I think it really was starting to build onto each other because I played the game game after game. Um, Halo Two was my baby though, so when we get to that, that's going to be a totally insane topic. <laughs> but oh, absolutely, that was definitely something that you know. I didn't quite grasp. All of a sudden, when I beat the game, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, When it led to Halo 2. I was like, and then I when I replayed Halo 2 after that, I was like, holy shit, this is a bigger deal than I realized. And then I played three and I was like, this is fucking wild. (laughs) Absolutely. So You know, it's kind of nice when you get those clicks and then you play the games in a row. Then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm looking at this totally different. You know, when you're a kid, you, you get the first initial experience and you're like, this is amazing. But then when that hits you like a ton of bricks, it's twice or, you know, maybe even four times more amazing because you're just like, you're getting all this and it's just getting blasted. It's like you unlocked a door that you didn't think you could unlock. So it's, it's just so much going on. You're just like, what the fuck? This is so cool.
1: Yeah, dude. That's yeah. That's one of the cool things about Halo is that, uh without getting into more specific plot points, because we'll get into that here in a little bit. Um But like Halo for me, like even though like we were younger, you know, I didn't necessarily understand all the dialogue of how they went together. Obviously the reach references I never got. I didn't know a lot of background about the game, but for me it was evident it was the story of what was happening was straightforward, clear as day. Like for me, it was like the like you know, everybody knows like how Star Wars goes. Like the first movie, it's like very basic. Yeah, that was for me. Like with with Halo Combat Evolved, it's like it's just burned in my memory. So it's like uh, kind of the standard uh, layout for a story. Um, so of course, later on when Halo Two expands upon that and stuff, you know, there is some interesting thoughts with that. But even as a young kid, it, not understanding necessarily all of the uh, dialogue and stuff. Um, I always thought it always did a really good do- job. And even when it didn't answer questions, when it asked questions or it left things unanswered, it was still very clear as to what I was looking at there. Um, which I think is pretty important when you're going to start off a big franchise like that, even if you don't mean to, uh, I think that's the reason why Halo works. I think that's what one of the reasons why Halo works better than most franchises as a first game because it does kind of close off at the end where you could have just left it that and it would have been perfect. Yeah. But it also it asks so many questions without ask necessarily asking the questions, but it let the players imagination go wild and that's why the I even 20 years later the 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 story and the lore continue to grow exponentially.
0: Yeah, it's it's very expansive for sure. Like it's very there's th- there's so much to it, and I'm glad that they left so many more questions than answers in uh, CE because they intentionally wanted to make more off of it. They wanted to make more stories, which I'm very glad they they did because I mean, 20 years later, we're sitting here looking at one of the biggest gaming franchises of all time. Yeah, and, you know, it's I'm very happy to see that.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it was also. One of the things nice about Halo is that initially when they were making it, they didn't necessarily have any plans for Halo 2, um, nor did they really have anything looking for past the release date of Halo. Um, but when Microsoft wanted a sequel and when it was, it blew up, um, they really had a good jumping point off of the end of Halo CE to do whatever they wanted. Um, and that's one of the reasons we'll, we'll get into that next month, why Halo 2 works so well as a sequel. Um but I still think that's one of the reasons, like, they concluded the story, but they left the world open. And that's that's really hard to see nowadays. Now you'll see a, a game come out, like a new IP. It'll tell its story, and then somehow got to force a sequel there somewhere.
0: Yeah, I feel like most things that are successful, that's not meant to have a sequel, forced to have a sequel because they just want, you know, money out of it. Or they're just like, oh, we just decided to add this, like... But, you know, I think all, you know, most of the truly good games or good shows, they do it very similar where it's, you know, like they could have left it off, but there's so much more they could build onto and they do. And that's what makes it super well.
1: Absolutely. So I think from here, I mean, we could probably jump right into the actual details of the story itself. Um, because, I mean, it is, despite being the the bread of Halo, like the basic bread, the uh, the most basic of a story that Halo can be. I still think that is a very high bar set. I think it does a lot of really interesting things, like really well. Even if some of the choices they made in the story are kind of silly and campy, but they still work for the context of the game and the universe. Especially after the expansions. In fact, I think a lot of the reasons why Halo still works today as a story is how they've expanded it and then come back to it. And we'll go into that in kind of a minute here. Um, But it's really cool. I mean, of course, last month we did Halo Reach. So, transitioning into the story, we have the Pillar of Autumn, which just escaped Halo, you know, or not Halo, the Reach. Um, And it's being um, chased down by the Covenant. And it starts, I mean, the game, 2001 game starts right off at that point, as if it was right in the middle of something similar to star wars how that was right in the middle of something um so yeah you have characters who are already acting as established characters instead of like oh this is my name is cortana it's they're already interacting that's already shit's already going down um and when they introduce uh the master chief you can tell like (laughs) he's a lot more badass than everybody else on this ship despite not even having a weapon and actually running away from the enemies at first.
0: Something about, um, the contrast to, um, Halo reaches Spartans versus chief is different in a weird way.
1: It is. It is. No, it absolutely is. They're treated very differently.
0: And it's like, you know, you see the Spartan threes. And then of course, um, George being Spartan too, uh, you see how they are different, you know, I want to say they're more vocal, even though like uh, Emil isn't super talkative either. But I don't know. Like you can tell that they have, you know, their separate personality. But something about Chief is just very rugged and just very like, you know, you're not going to break me down. And you know, the, the fact that we got a continuous story with them just is incredible. But yeah, I mean, like you said, even running away from the enemy without a weapon, like you still feel like the most powerful person on the ship.
1: Yeah, they do a great job of making the player feel important. Um, right from the start when you get out of the thing, everybody's like you know like, first of all, you're bigger than everybody, so you're having to look down at the people as they do the stuff but then as you're running through the ship and there's the Covenant invading and stuff they're like, oh chief, they're looking for you at the bridge, go this way um, and they, they kind of lead you way over there because like you're important, they recognize you and they know you, they call you by name Um And so when you get to the bridge and uh, the captain keys, he gives you the important mission of, you know, getting Cortana off the ship and protecting her. And you know, like you're given the contents text of, okay, this is a, we don't know necessarily at this point what the Master Chief is, other than he is big robo boy. um, And he, uh, he's clearly important. And that's kind of the most important part about it is they make Master Chief feel important in this game. Yes, and I
0: I love that because he's very mysterious, but like you know that he's important for a very good reason. And yeah, he is. Yeah.
1: What, I what I also like, uh, and I don't think any other Halo game really does this, because I think it was more accidental than anything else, is that they kind of make the Master Chief a little bit goofy in this game, with kind of the way of how he, he talks sometimes, sometimes some of the ways of how he moves. Um... I'm trying to think of an example like there's this point the point in uh, I think it's at the control room and Cortana is just going off about all oh, the captains in trouble blah 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 he's like what 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 I don't understand Ca- slow down what <laughs> and you see his mannerisms and then you could see that all the way back at the beginning too he's he's more he's not as stoic as, in combat evolved as he is in Halo 2 I think that really kind of fits his character um especially in Combat Evolved where it's a little bit more campy than the other games, but it still fits very well. And it's really smart for them to kind of turn him more stoic, but he starts off as you know stoic, he's badass, he's a strong silent type, but he's got the, those little moments of personality in there, which I really kind of, really more than when I replayed it this month, noticed more than any other time prior. Oh, it's little details I appreciate.
0: I totally agree. I think what that did for us as well is made him feel more human because you know if a character just immediately knows what to do then you can't really connect with them because you know as you know just a normal ordinary person sometimes when you're struggling with something or you're trying to do something sometimes like you kind of are taking back like what am i supposed to do and you've got to look back and forth to be like what what the hell's going on so that's one piece that i did love about um chief was him just kind of like uh what and especially the, it doesn't happen just once it happens twice because, oh yeah um guilty spark and he's about to activate the ring and cortana's just like freaking out on chief and chief's just like well what the fuck's going on and
1: oh, yeah
0: i love the fact that he then has to come to a realization like i was tricked and it's super human feeling Because you felt the betrayal, especially when you get older and you get it and you're just like, holy shit, that's a big deal. So that's what I absolutely love that we got a bit more character out of him than him just being silent the whole thing or, you know, not very, I want to say, um, you know, movable, just, you know, just very stiff. I I love that they were able to even with. You know the hardware and like the software and all the stuff that they were limited by back in the day. Um, they were still able to captivate his personality quite well.
1: Yeah, one of my what am uh, my <laughs> speaking of that scene, one of my favorite moments. And I didn't actually. It was the most recent playthrough I did for it. It's in that same cutscene you're talking about when uh, for two betrayals, and Cortana asks, he's like, "Don't believe me, ask him." And this mother. <laughs> this ballsy motherfucker turns around and as guilty spark and I always found that so funny it's like oh he doesn't he doesn't fucking believe the glowing naked lady There, <laughs> I didn't get that until just now I'm like oh my god it is the funniest thing I have ever seen yeah and it's it's great and like
0: it fits his character and like one thing I, I actually saw a tweet about this recently I can't remember who tweeted it I'm sorry but hopefully if you guys are able to find it, it was pretty great. Uh, but they like, they're like chief is funnier in the comment uh, comics because mm-hmm. um, there was one uh, there. I'm going to talk about two things where chief was getting beaten up and like this brutes basically wanting to kill him. And then uh, he's like trying to say something. And the brutes just like speak up before like you die. And he's just like, make sure you strip your enemy of all weapons. And then he looks down and there's a plasma grenade on him.
1: oh my god
0: that's great i was like that's perfect and then also chief is talking to someone in a higher power i can't remember who and they're like oh yeah maybe we can actually get a chance to uh uprank you and he goes not gonna lie the admiral doesn't have the same ring as the chief
1: oh yeah when he's talking the lordhood and escalation that's what it was i love that i love that part and he's like did you just make a choke chief i love that yeah I, i absolutely love that
0: that fits him so well because I do like when there's a stern character, but I think you know having a little bit of comedy to him is is perfect. Um, I'm gonna bring uh, a little bit of MCU into this. Uh, Thor being just totally very strict and very, you know, very about you know, and then him later in the series becoming more jokeful. I guess to me that makes a lot of sense, and it's really funny and shows you know more animation to the character and so i think that's what um makes me love Chief even more now because not only do we get a little bit of that in ce but you know they do show that in the comics and uh kind of throughout the games i hope that they uh they do add that uh a bit more. Mm-hmm.
1: no yeah absolutely i, I really always uh kind of like that too one of the things i really like about that kind of going back to that same section as well when he was uh when he asked guilty spark what that also does uh, for the rest of the series, is it does build that trust with Cortana, which you see a lot more in Halo 2 than you do in CE. Um, what I like is they're... because they 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 meet very shortly before Combat Evolved in Halo Reach. Well, not very shortly, but um, they don't have their relationship fleshed out, and that's what I like a lot about uh, Combat Evolved. Their relationship is, even though it's not as deep as, say, Halo 4, not nearly as deep as Halo 4, or even Halo 2, um... I think it really... I mean, you see the stems of where their relationship come together. Um, and by the end of the game, there is that trust between the two characters. Um, I think both characters do grow by the end of the game, which I think is really important and pretty crazy to see in a 2001 game. Um, but the characters are just written so freaking well. Um, and one of the things, I mean, with the comedy, which I think actually works for the campy 2001-ness of Halo Combat Evolved is when, uh, <laughs> when Captain Keys he's being held up in the Covenant ship, and he says he overheard the, uh, the Covenant talking about the ring called Halo. And I've always been like, how did you understand them talking? Which we find out later. Um, like, how do you know what they're talking about? How do they know this place is called Halo? And on and on and on. But what I find is interesting about that is... Just like I mentioned with the Halo 2, like they do expand upon that. And with Halo Reach, it was kind of retconned. Because in Halo Reach, you know, uh that tried to retcon the Fall of Reach book um at the same time because Cortana was actually on the ship. Um in canon, so Cortana is already on the pillar of bottom uh when Halo Reach ends. But what M- Noble Team do is they go and they grab a fragment of Cortana who had some important information regarding the Halo Ring. Um, and that's kind of kind of part of how they kind of bring it into Halo uh, CE without negating the books. But what I also like about that is that it's pretty clear like um, there's a lot more to Captain Keys and to the universe than um, than the game leads on to believe. And initially, like, of course, it wasn't that thought out back in the time. But, you know, just hearing it from Keys now playing the game 20 years later rather than way back then, I think it fits a lot better. And I still think it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah i mean
0: i like how everything kind of
1: pieces together right
0: there um i i always thought like i was like wait wasn't cortan already on the ship because um i did read uh the fall of reach a bit when i was uh younger uh yeah. i was like wait this doesn't make sense and i realized a couple of years later i'm like oh it's a fragment so it's a piece and i think that also really uh-huh. drives how much work went into her oh I my think- goodness yeah a lot of work has been put into this specific AI. So I'm kind of excited to see how that's going to play out in the future. Like when they get to a point of
1: like, what do we do? Yeah. Good point of confrontation. Um, Yeah. I think, uh, and I think it's kind of funny. I think Cortana might be the most fleshed out character in the halo uh, universe Um, because, you know, chief gets fleshed out, especially more in halo four, uh, in the later games, and of course in the books. But I think Cortana, she's always been... I mean, from day one, she is... At least in my opinion, she's the best character in Combat Evolved, by far. Um Just because, we'll, you know, she does have a lot more voice lines than Master Chief does. I mean, probably five or six times the amount. Because she does speak in-game. Yeah. Um, but I also found interesting while playing through it. She says a lot more, like, analyzing or more robotic terms where she doesn't say as much in later games, but I also think that's part of the charm is that she's a lot more professional in Halo Combat Evolved. But as they grow closer through the games, um, you know, specifically Halo 2 and Halo 3, she's a lot less, she's a little bit less um, robotic and she kind of grows in her more character. And by the time Halo 4 comes around, I don't even know. And by the time we get to Halo 4, I'll know again, but I don't know if she says anything quite like that. Like the way she says, like analyzing in I Halo CE. That. I don't know if she does. And I, I really appreciated it. Um, that's scanning, right? I think she's just something like that, but it's not as robotic. Yeah. I say robotic. It's, she doesn't sound like a robot, but it's more analyzing, you know, instead of like, I'm trying to analyze or something like that. You know, there's a lot more, it's more, uh, static, I guess. And that's not a criticism at all. I I just think that's a really unique, uh, love seeing how Cortana has been fleshed out over the years. Um, Yeah, I just I think she's the best character in the game. She has a really good design. It's really interesting that this is like the only game um, where she has a bunch of different colors at one point because she does have her greens and yellows and blues. She's like flipping through them. Um, Her main color is purple, but in the anniversary version, it's the Halo Three blue design. Um, which I just always think is kind of really interesting when they kind of look back through that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know, I. Yeah, Cortana for me, that's my favorite character. John, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and assume is is Chief your favorite character in this game? Hmm. Chief is <laughs> been my
0: favorite character ever since day one. I mean, I've got a lot of Halo stuff based off of Chief. I mean, if you haven't seen my collection, um, I do need to do a picture update, even though there's only a tiny bit of stuff. Um, you will notice that a good chunk of it is master. <laughs> um There's a lot of Master Chief there. Yeah. A lot. And I really, really love his character. Um, You know, the little lines that he says um, in Combat Evolved, I think really can be a testament of his character because, you know, he doesn't need a lot of words to speak, um, but you can tell what he's thinking. Or, you know, when he needs to speak, it's very, very, um, very loud. Even though he's not being loud himself, his words just speak a lot. It can be very few, but it, when he's speaking, you know it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thats what I absolutely love that they captivated in this
1: uh, in this game. Yeah, they did actually a really good job of that. If you read the the novel uh, Halo of the Flood, it's basically a retelling of Combat Evolved. Um, but the reason I bring that up is because there's that scene in um, uh, 343 Guilty Spark where he first enters that room and he watches the tape. And then you can see he he takes the tape out and he's like breathing hard and he, he like looks around really frantically picks up picks up his gun. Um, I love the extension of that in, co- in the book uh, because it shows like he is fucking terrified for his life. And even though that's not translated to the game in any verbal sense, you can still get that in just the brief animation he does there. Um, and I, I, I fucking I still like even watching that today. I'm like, dude, that is still so well done. I believe, um,
0: um what was actually quoted that he was trembling in his boots. Because- I think that's... Yeah, I think you're right, dude. And to me, like, I was actually kind of shocked hearing that, but then when I replayed the game, I was like, I see it. Like, you don't
1: see it, but you see it. But you see it. Uh, yeah, it's very subtle, and that's really what I like about Chief.
0: But um, I will dip just a, a tiny bit in the future games. I love that he becomes more fearless because... Later in the games, um, he will literally grab a spore and just squish it with his hand. And it's like, mm-hmm. he is more fearless. After that, he's conqueror. Like, he's really, really strong. And I, I absolutely adore that because he went from, I almost want to say, like, sometimes second-guessing or very, you know, scared at times. He becomes a lot more strength uh strengthy in that sense because in other games you yeah. don't quite see that you might see it a tad bit uh even in four because i feel like they really pulled out his character and i loved that um but you know i'm you know it's it's really character character development and i love that they not only did they develop it just in one small game they decided to stretch it out and like you can really see the development so when you're sitting down playing through all the games, you not only see that development, but you also feel it.
1: Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's really cool to see. And that's of course starts here. Um, and that's kind of his base character is in combat involved, but he still grows in combat involved. Um, and I really think like Master chief, especially now, 20 years later, as he's iconic, he's like, at least for us, he's like the face of gaming more than even Mario is for us um but he is to me what superman is for a lot of older people not older people but a lot of people who uh you know watch some of the older superman films like master chief is like the beacon of hope um so even in those things like for example that scene with the flood he's still not like a coward he still stands up to it And of course you see that grow and he's never uh um like never truly, like truly, truly fleshed out until Halo 4, but you still get a lot of that, especially in his movement and especially in his tone of voice in all three of Halo games, the, the original trilogy. Um, so when they develop him later in 4, which we'll get to eventually, um, I really think it's a, it's a direct payoff, and you can see the development past the, the four games. Um, but yeah, that's what I really like about that. And if those are kind of the two... Of course, those are the two main characters of Combat Evolved, uh, which I really like. There's not a main villain in the game. It is just like I don't want to say generic because they're obviously not generic, but they are just Alien Force A and Zombie Aliens B. And those are just kind of your aliens. And that's why in Halo 2, when they kind of bring up, kind of dive more into Covenant, I think it works a lot better. Um, that's also what makes Combat Evolved such an easy story to follow, is it very is a very basic story. Um, and I think that plays to the game strengths, especially for a 2001 game. Um, at least for me, I don't know. I don't yeah, know about I, you. T- I totally agree. Um, you know, I, they
0: just did like overall a good job and especially with, you know, what they had at the time and, mm-hmm. you know, still trying to figure out like, what do we do? Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I actually heard that that was supposed to be their last game because their last couple of games weren't doing so good. And so they were planning on pretty much, like I said, I don't know if it's true. Um, they were planning on going out of business because they were just not doing well. And that's the game that just shot straight off and was doing so well. And then, kinda, yeah. To, do, to then. Yeah. Do the second one.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, from what I understood, the way I understand is like, um, they were kind of like the, you know, their budget was getting low. Um, they were kind of starting to fall off the grid and that's when Microsoft acquired them. Um, And that's when they kind of, you know, shipped the game. They didn't know if this game was going to do anything good for them. It was very uncertain. And then, almost overnight, Halo blew the fuck up. Um, And really, you know, it saved Xbox big time. Uh, Yes, I mean, you can't talk about comedy evolved and not Xbox because those two, man, they go hand in hand. And yeah, Uh, the way that because you know i played halo on pc so for me halo was always originally a pc game so when i read the books of like uh, the fall of reach and everything it had the xbox logo on it and i'm like oh why would they put the stupid xbox on there nobody cares I'm pc master race um of course i i was an idiot kid well no i was more just a kid being an idiot than an idiot kid yeah there's a difference um but learning about that and like how big of a deal this game was for Xbox and how they're still, uh, Xbox's main uh, game. This I I mean you just don't really see that a ton. Yeah, and like um,
0: I think that's what I also love Xbox for is because you know um, in a weird way I feel like there's no Xbox without Halo and there's no oh, there's not yeah there's no Halo without Xbox and I love that they really tie into each other and I mean even in their circuit boards, not even kidding, they have Master chief for the series uh, 1x my bad the 1x has Master Chief riding a scorpion like a it's just like a little like actual scorpion not the tank but an actual scorpion and it's got the chief little guy just hanging on top and I was like that's that's really cool so they they don't forget where they come from. they're like because of this this is is' what helped us get here. And, you know, I'm really happy to see not only where Halo's gone, but where Xbox has been placed and, you know, where they're planning on going. Because now it's not, you know, P- Xbox didn't make Halo uh, an Xbox exclusive, even though it was also on PC at one point. And I'm glad that they're shying away from that and they're wanting to do it on both. But not even just that, but, like, cloud on top of that. So yeah, I don't have necessarily an Xbox or even a PC, hell, if they've got 15 bucks for a month, they can just, you know, drop it down and they can play Halo on their phone. If they've got a Bluetooth controller.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's actually interesting. Cause yeah, Halo and Halo two were on there and those are more because they were on windows from what I understand. And so they were kind of trying to push the more kind of what they're doing now with it, with the game pass, but they're kind of trying to push like, Oh, this is windows, windows and Xbox, put them together. Uh, it didn't really work out for them, but now it is, So that, you know, it's accused. But uh, yeah, Xbox doesn't exist without Halo, and I think that y- you know, and again, in an episode talking about Combat Evolved, you just got to bring that up. Definitely. Um, and I think obviously that's why there's such a love for Xbox is probably because of Halo. I don't see anybody really giving a fuck about Xbox without Halo being launched with it. Um, I'm in fact, I'm willing to say that it would it it would have failed right off the bat
0: without Halo. I can I can pretty much agree. You know, like that was really their their savior for the um for the system and i i absolutely i'm a huge diehard fan for xbox i'm not the type of person to say oh your console sucks but um if you're just like why isn't playstation the best i just feel like it's not for me but it may be for you but xbox is just absolutely king for me like i i love what they're doing and you know that that goes hand in hand with halo halo is my all-time favorite game so those two things are very important to me
1: oh absolutely i'll put halo and i've proven to do this i will put halo over any plastic box that you can play a game on because i was a pc gamer a lot of people say pc gaming master race i obviously um stopped playing pc games and eventually got an xbox and then xbox became my main platform because of halo and even though i have halo on pc now and i do play from time to time on pc it's like it's been such a staple on Xbox, and it's just that's just how it is, you know. It's, it Halo is just Xbox. Um, so going back, and I've only been able to play a little bit of Combat Evolved on the original Xbox, hardly any. Um, but I still think it's kind of cool for that, and I, I kind of want to go through and see if I can buy an Xbox, and um, at some point maybe, and try to play it on the original just for kicks and giggles, just just to say like, hey. Hey, this is what people were playing 20 years ago, but this was like the brand new thing 20 years ago. So. Dude, I didn't even have the original, um, I had the
0: original, you know, black and green Xbox, but um, now that I have the collector's edition Xbox, um, every time I see it, it's just, it's one of my prized pieces. Uh, oh, bet yeah. And the controller that I have with it um, is even more prized because I did get it signed by Steve Downs and Jen Taylor. It's true story. And- in, in a way, I feel like it's gone full circle. And I, and I love that.
1: Yeah, that's freaking awesome. Absolutely awesome. Um, but of course, Halo is more than its uh, campaign, believe it or not. Now, I think we're going to have actually very different um, views here for this next part. Uh, because multiplayer is obviously one of the biggest attractions for Halo. Um, a lot of people play Halo for the multiplayer. Others, like us, we play for the campaign. But I think it's fair to say everybody plays both quite a bit. Yes. Who's in this? Yeah. Um so Halo on Xbox didn't have online, but it had a lot of um you know, it had split screen and stuff. It did. Um yeah, yeah, and with the with the remake or not the remake, the anniversary edition, they didn't actually do that give Halo the tr- the multiplayer treatment for that. Um which is interesting. But John, I was curious like do you did you play lot of comedy evolved multiplayer on the original xbox or do you have memories with that there you're gonna be shocked but oh no it was on pc oh shit here
0: we go boys so as much as a huge xbox fan i was i didn't have online up until after halo 3 so i didn't have online and i actually didn't have a lot of friends that even cared about xbox i was the only friend that had an xbox for years Mm -hmm. so i didn't really play split screen with uh besides my my sister and dad but i actually don't really remember that when i was a kid but the distinct memory that i had with um halo combat evolved um was actually in the form of my junior high um oh really i think i've gone over this i'm pretty sure i have over the podcast but i want to go over (laughs) it again because i absolutely love telling this story um in in our schools um from seventh to my school was weird. We only had ninth grade. Uh, we had ninth grade in the junior high. I know a lot of places have ninth grade in high school, but yada, yada. So um, it was eighth grade and they introduced this thing called plus period at our school. And basically what that means is you can, if you have good grades, you're allowed to go to whatever classroom you want. That wasn't restricted for a certain thing. And I'll go over that here in a second. And you can just hang out. You can play on your phone Um, people would bring their Nintendo DSs or, um, actually I was always trying to find a way to play somehow Halo on my phone, (laughs) unironically.
1: Oh, nice. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I remember you telling me. Yeah,
0: yeah, now, (laughs) but basically, uh, I found out something in the computer lab. One of the, um, like teachers secretly downloaded Halo on all of the computers Ah. Play it because it's a rated game. But he just installed the demo version, so we'd always play on Blood Gulch. And uh, dude, it was a good memory because I would only get good grades because I wanted to go to that because I knew all of my friends were going. We'd all help each like literally after school, we'd hang out and help each other with our homework just so we can go play that. And it was a huge deal because the seats filled up. Fast As soon as one kid found out about it, you bet there was 20 other kids that just barely found out about it as well. So you had like more than half the junior high. I I literally don't remember a single girl in the line, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so all these dudes trying to uh, get to the computer lab. I was all the way at the third floor. It was at the first floor. So I would sprint like, you're not supposed to go outside the building. I would go around because going in the hallways were so crowded. So I would always run outside. I had a friend that was on the other side of the school that would open the door for me so that way he can get in because it locked. So he had oh, yeah, the door, and it was close to the computer lab. So we were able to run into the computer lab and sit down. Oh, nice. We uh, always got to play. I think there was only a couple times I wasn't able to make it because uh, I had homework and stuff. but. I remember every time we'd sit next to each other, and we're just we're just cheesing because we're just super excited to um to play, and you know all of us get logged in super fast. Um, I was always um J one eleven or J one one seven. So um, oh yeah, there we go. This is after three when we figured out what his name was. But I was a huge Master Chief fan. Everyone knew this in school, and I would always try to find a sniper. My friends all initially agreed when we played together on the same map, because we'd try to jump each other, uh, into each other's land parties, um, but we always left it open so that way people could just randomly join, so we'd always hope we'd be on the same team. If we were, we'd always have someone... Uh, it was always capture the flag, so we'd have someone guarding the base. I would be up at the top of the hill with a sniper rifle. My friend would be on the other side of the teleporter. That way he's ready for someone else that would pop out of there with the flag. Mm-hmm. Or... Just anything of that sort. I don't maybe you could have gone through the teleport with the flag. I, I can't quite remember, but he was just ready for gunning down anyone that was there. And then we also had someone just hanging out at the top. So uh, as soon as I get anybody in view with a sniper rifle, I just pick him off. And I think this is where my love for sniping came from. And I just pick them off from far away and like bef- before anyone could get a sniper rifle scope on me, I was already looking at him and killing him. So anybody that picked up the sniper rifle was already gone. And I absolutely loved it. So I remember one specific time where I headshotted someone and he got so mad that he like broke the keyboard. (laughs) Oh, no, bro. He's just like, who the fuck? And like the teacher got mad, obviously, because he broke a keyboard and he swore. So he booted him out of class. And just from then on, like nobody would mess with me if I was there's been a couple of games where people straight up left because they knew that i was playing bro so, that's fucking evil i love I it coming up with different gamer tags everyone would start recognizing mine oh shit so, you know uh yeah as much as i you know played it on the xbox uh i played all the multiplayer for combat evolved on pc
1: oh yeah yeah dude that's uh, that's incredible um i think i forgot i think you've told me that before but i've honestly forgot so yeah that's a surprise to me that you've played a pc like that that's awesome
0: it's such a good story and it's like i'm god awful with mouse and keyboard but i somehow got it down and i'm sure i could do it again but i think just controllers sit better with me like i like them i I, oh yeah if if i could have a full-blown customized controller like i could walk into like basically microsoft and they're just like cool we're going to lay out all these parts for you. You're going to tell us how to get it set up for you. And we're going to like have it super cool. Like I'd make it super modular, like LEDs out the wazoo, and just super cool looking.
1: <laughs> nice. Dude, that'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Getting keyboard is a bit difficult, uh, at first for somebody who's a, like a, uh, a controller player for sure. Yes. Um, I still, I actually think it's kind of hard for, to play Halo games. Like even though I've played quite a bit of it, um, just because you have the WSD keys and not the uh, the the stick to move around, um, it makes it harder to move, which is uh, really weird. I mean, obviously, it's sometimes it's a bit easier to aim with the mouse. Unless you have an elite controller like us, then we're like, eh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's a good um, god, that's a good little story there. So that's crazy. And then, of course, I mean, aside from playing on Master Chief Collection now, not a ton, probably not a ton of uh um you know multiplayer online with you know uh combat evolved mm-hmm. um what did you think of the uh the halo reach combat evolved maps uh, cuz they released those alongside a uh, anniversary
0: i thought it was cool i liked that it was a, a retouch up of the you know the original maps and i thought it was fun like i was like oh i remember this match map as a kid of course you still got kind of like power ups cuz it's it's reach's stuff but um there was a couple of game modes that we'd play without that and i believe this is when i did start getting uh yes because it was around the reacher so i did start having xbox live around this time and i was playing with my friends and it was just a big deal and like to me like a lot of people say that halo 3 was the glory days for online for me it's reach like all of my friends got convinced they all bought an xbox like most most so I, I went from being like the only kid in my friend group to have an xbox to everybody having an xbox and we were all playing halo reach so like to me that's the glory days and so when halo anniversary came out and we were all playing each other it was it
1: was a big deal that's pretty awesome no that's awesome yeah i i think that i actually think the <laughs> the comet evolved anniversary halo reach maps are better than the actual halo reach maps uh, <laughs> right. themselves i think by far too i don't think it's close i think the those maps are fucking amazing, dude. They re did them well. Yeah, absolutely. They did them really well, dude. Those are some of my favorite remakes too. Like they did like, I don't know what they did with those maps, bro.
0: They're, they're the featured maps on MCC. like most of them are.
1: Yeah, they are. Because most of the time you jump on Master Chief Collection Reach, I think a lot of the time you do get those maps. And I really no, I I mean I think Reach's powerhouse map and stuff though. I mean, those are good maps in Sword Base. But oh my god, those uh, Combat Evolve remakes, dude, the level design on those, and the way they've redone the graphics, and the atmosphere, they're so good, bro. I, I fucking love them. Um, But yeah, dude, fucking Blood Gulch was my ring of terror, for sure. Because Blood Gulch is all you had on the PC demo. Yep. So I would know that map like the back of my hand, bro. I knew where the flamethrower was which a lot of people didn't have because that wasn't on the uh see like the xbox version and the fuel rod gun as well so we always had those little extra additions so when everybody was getting excited in 2014 when master chief collection was coming out and they could use the flamethrower and stuff i was like why are you guys getting excited you could always do that and i didn't know at the time I'm like oh that's a pc thing
0: yeah that's a big deal
1: <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> gosh flex moment but uh Dude, I remember me and my cousin, we would go through, um, because on PC, you obviously don't have split screen and we only had one computer at the time and one copy of Halo. Well, I mean, we had two gaming computers, but only one copy at the time. So we would go through and we would switch every de- uh, every death. We would just move the keyboard back and forth, mouse and keyboard. Um, and we would go through and because, you know, he was, he was more Mormon. And of course I was, um, we were young, so we didn't swear. We 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 looked upon swearing as the ultimate sin, like you deserve the burn of the lowest layer of hell for swearing. <laughs> and you had text chat on the PC version. So we would always when and there's a lot of, you know, you could a lot of typing going on there. And whenever we'd see somebody swear in the chat, we would uh, we would write down the name on a sticky note and we would target only that person even if we were on the same team. <laughs> we would go through and just consistently you consistently kill them. Um and we were this I think you know the hill. I can't remember so if you're on one of the bases, you go over, it's in kind of the deeper canyon where you can go and grab the uh the field rod. It's in between the field rod and the uh the flamethrower. There's that green hill that we would always have sniper battles on. We go into a, a server with only snipers. And it would just be a bloodbath of between red and blue team. Um, gosh. And then, uh, there were some maps where it was just only tanks and you can only get into tanks. All the vehicles were replaced with tanks. Um, there's a lot, of, it was really a lot of custom on there. It was really fun. Um, I still quite haven't had an experience like that, but, um, Comedy balls multiplayer was fucking awesome. Um, so much fun. It's just so ridiculous. The You'd always, most of the time you spawn with uh, a plasma pistol on a standard round instead of your machine gun or a pistol or whatever. Yeah. And so it was always fun. So we'd always get in punching matches because we didn't like the plasma pistol back in the day. <laughs> um, so we would always go through and start punching everybody. I don't think a lot of people liked us. We got booted a lot. But like you couldn't be a permaban from it. Like it was too old for that kind of thing. We were on the demo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We were on the demo. we got like, you'd have to pretty much create a new profile every time you join. Anyways, if you didn't save, um, but it was always fun just to jump in and just, uh, just fucking run, create havoc. Like I've played so much, dude. I've probably played more of silent cartographer and blood Gulch than pretty much. Almost any of any other like campaign level or multiplayer level, just because that's all we had for three or four years. Like, that's just all we played. Um, And, of course, the other game, they had actually more maps on the PC version than the Xbox version. So, we, you know, there's a lot, quite a few maps on there we really enjoyed playing um, when we got the full game. And we eventually got two copies of the game so we could play on the two machines and and shit. Hell yeah, dude. That's so tight. That's such a good memory. It's awesome. Eventually we were able to figure it out because we would have PC LAN parties instead of like Xbox ones. Um, It's like my cousin and my uncle and and a couple of friends, they bring over their PCs and their monitors. And what we would do, we only had two copies of the game, so we'd run those, but we still had the demo disc. I don't remember exactly how you did it, but what you could do is you could put the demo disc in the CD drive, get the game playing, get them into the server, take out the disc and do it to everybody's game. So you can all continue playing without the disc in the drive. Oh. Um, yeah. So we create our own server and we just do only blood Gulch and we just play it for hours. That's amazing. dude. Just that. And we also do, I mean, unreal tournament and battlefield and stuff, 1942, but, uh, yeah, a lot of Halo, a lot of Halo. So, I mean, despite not really having access to halo two or three until 2008, uh, I say we did pretty damn good. <laughs> We had our own golden age of combat evolved. Um, I think definitely anywhere um, oh just in the Halo
0: you know, universe or just, you know, not universe, but just, you know, in time frame. Um, everyone's got their own golden age, you know?
1: Yeah, man. I feel, I feel like I have like three or four different golden ages and I'll kind of go over those later as we go along uh, because they're all so different from each other. But yeah, that's kind of my golden age of combat evolved. I don't think it's ever gotten as good for Combat Evolved. It's more just living in the memories. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's really cool there. Um, now, John, I know you were the Easter egg. Uh, you were the Easter egg man, my guy. Now, I don't know a ton of them in Combat Evolved, but I was curious if you knew any. In terms of Easter
0: eggs, I actually can't really remember that much. In Anniversary, I did like a couple of them. Uh, specifically the, the plushies that you could find. Yeah, the plushies. I always died to find those. Um, in, in, in Standard, I'm trying to think if I do know one, but oh. I had them struggling.
1: Yeah, I actually, I forgot. So on most of the maps, you can actually get out of the map um, on most of them. But when I was my most recent playthrough, I've never done this before. On Keys, the second and last mission of the game, um when you're running on the ground and there's the ship kind of laying on top of the uh, the plateaus there yeah uh, what you can do is if you have full health, you can throw a grenade um, at a, uh, a flood flood carrier excuse me and when they both explode and you jump high enough, they won't kill you it'll boost you up and you can land on top of it and you can skip the entire mission. you can just run run all the way around it. Uh, do your little crouch, jump, uh, fall off of it, right into go to right to the portal, and it'll just zoom you right on up. Nope. I didn't know you could do that. Right. Um, if we're talking about that, then my one of my favorite things is the keys bump. The keys bump. I remember you trying to show me that one time. Um,
0: I remember I was never able to do it except one time. Um, Wizard, if you're listening, shout out to you, homie. Um, we do still maybe sometime sometime have to have you talk about CE because the way you talk about it is just absolutely fun. Uh, But I remember um, him and I were trying to do that for, I think, two to three hours, four hours. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I remember I eventually started getting it down and getting bumped up but i couldn't quite get the jumps right and eventually when i got the jumps right we were like yes we are speedrunners!" even though it took four missions to to do that yeah so it was absolutely uh it was amazing it's <laughs>
1: worth it though it's worth it four it hours it. it still counts it it. yeah we, we speed ran it <laughs> oh gosh oh yeah that reminds me like on Silent cartographer i mean obviously i've played that like i swear to god like six or seven hundred times I mean, you got it in that kind of time span, um, but I there's so many ways to actually cheese that level. It's not even funny. Yeah. It's ridiculous, actually. Like you can complete the level really quick.
0: There's all um, speed run tactics. Um, the keys bump is very famous. Um, I'm trying to think. There's a couple of different jumps that you need. Uh, oh, oh, silent, silent cryptographer. You have to like drift the warthog in the building to launch yourself
1: into the tunnel. Yeah. You can do that. One of the things I found is when you get into the main section inside of the Forerunner the installation, you don't actually have to go through any of the tunnels. You go outside and you basically grenade jump, or you can also, you might be able to pull off of the regular jump. I haven't been able to do it. But you grenade grenade jump off, but you, you don't grenade yourself, jump yourself high in the air. You grenade jump yourself to shoot yourself forward, and you can land on the bottom layer, uh, right where the, uh, uh, the shields are the over shields and you just skip the whole section because it'll almost damage you, but you hit it and then it redoes your health. Especially
0: with the crouch jump, it, it
1: saves you. Yep. You do that. And then you activate anything. You come out. Uh, if you have the rocket launcher, uh, you can either rocket jump or grenade jump up all the floors.
0: I have, I've done that to you. Um, actually there was one that. I could have saw a video for it, but maybe it's not an official trick. But Wizard and I, we got this Warhog where you hit. So you, basically, someone had to park the Warhog next to the window, and the same spot where you drift and like, get kicked out to mm-hmm. go up the tunnel. So you have to park the Warhog as close as you can to the wall. We'd actually punch it, and get close. You have to stand kind of where the back railing is right before the turret. You have to have someone punch it, and then the person would just glitch out of the window and fall to their death. We somehow got enough uh, – we did it with the bandana school, so we got enough um, deaths in there that um, we perfectly timed it. Where I got bumped out, he, he already previously threw grenades, so when it exploded, it killed him, but it threw me onto the platform. Like I basically touched it for a brief second, and it started the cutscene, and then it, both of us spawned there.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
0: We were screaming. It took us – I want to say a long time, like maybe five hours to do that, but it was so worth it. Cause it was so cool. Dude.
1: I I love that shit. And then I think everybody, I didn't actually know a lot of people do this, but then again, I was a cocky little kid. So who knew? <laughs> um, but on, uh, assault on the control room, there's that moment where you open the doors and you're on that snow bridge and you can go jump into the Banshee. So, The funny thing about that, though, is that I've done it so many times since I was a kid. I actually have completely forgotten anything that happens past that point. Because I would always just get in the Banshee and then just fly and then just splatter all the enemies and (laughs) complete the level. Um, So I actually went through for the first time in, I swear to God, over a decade uh, to actually just complete it like normal. I got to say, it's not worth it. You just take the Banshee. It's more fun that way. Oh, yeah. It's it's funner with the banshee. I was like, "Oh man, that was I was expecting a I don't know what I was expecting, but uh I like the banshee better. You're expecting not this. I was expecting something a little more? I don't know. Like I don't know what I was expecting. I was just like, "Oh yeah, maybe I'll just complete it for real this time." And I was like, that was just an extra 15 minutes of just I want the banshee. I was like I was I was just like I want the banshee like- <laughs> I replayed the level and I did the banshee because it's more fun I like the banshee Banshee's the best way this is the it is the way there's just so m- yeah there's a lot of different ways you could do it you could beat the game um those are the ones at the top of my head I don't know if you got any others um I'm sure there's a lot but Besides collecting the skulls, I can't really think of anything. Oh, there's the one where you were, we were able to jump out of the window in the Pillar of Autumn into space, and we could walk around in space.
0: Oh, yeah, then you're stuck at the bottom so you to kill each other. Yeah, but you're in space. It is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, you have to jump through the... Basically, the way the pods get launched out before you go to yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the one with the two grunts in the hallway. You can then get... Launch, you can... Crouch jump awkwardly onto the seal where the, like, the V is for the, the door frame of the of the door I should say. Technically there's no glass there. So you just walk out and then you could just basically walk through and just drop down at the bottom and just see this beautiful just skybox that they put together
1: oh yeah dude and that's yeah i mean bungee games they oh man god they they really do have just great skyboxes halo ce there's, is uh, no exception there's one of the skyboxes that i like you should definitely do that glitch if you ever decided to um halo
0: ce again it i'll play with you to make it more joyful so it's not torture <laughs> I think, yeah, it's torture but i'll help
1: <laughs> absolutely dude that's awesome um Yeah, Halo C is probably the only game a little bit light on Easter eggs, but, I mean, I feel like that's pretty forgivable considering the circumstances of it being the first game. Yes. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think now's a good time that we jump right into our hot takes about Halo Combat Evolved, and we kind of talk about some of our underappreciated opinions or maybe opinions that might get us in legal trouble about Halo. Um, What do you think? (laughs) You got anything off the top of your head that's going to piss everybody off? Now's your time. Um, hmm. We're not even pissing anybody off, just, well, like, one, maybe unpopular opinions. Um, like I said, the level design, like, the fact that they're
0: able to recreate it, like, you know, have to do things backwards, I liked it. I, I get why people wouldn't like it, but I just adored it. And, right. um, I yeah. love that Halo 3 did a callback to that. um,
1: yeah, with, the, with Halo, with the, the final level, yeah.
0: Halo, yeah. Like, I absolutely, I love that. Like, it's one of the, the greatest things of all time.
1: Absolutely. I think, um, I mean, alongside that, it was interesting because I realized when playing through it, there's only three missions in the entire game where you backtrack the entire level. And when you do it, it's a completely different layout, though. You've got uh, two betrayals, which is, I mean, you go back routes kind of through the level. But you're also, I mean, you're in a bench, you're in vehicles, you have mu- like completely different interactions. The flood completely mixes it up. Um, there's, uh, you know, keys, which is kind of the same level as truth and reconciliation. This is the same area. But again, it's very different. They're, the flood make it a lot, or I guess give a lot more pressure onto it. It's not at all stealthy in the slightest. And of course, the pillar bottom. It's similar in the way where it's you know you're in the same areas but you're fighting flood and then of course the legendary warthog run in the end Mm. which is awesome so beautiful also uh, I want to say my favorite levels in the game one of my favorites is the library that's right the library that one I love that mission I fucking love that mission. We, uh, especially on my cousin's Xbox where it was super dark, we would play that a ton and only be able to see a little bit in front of us.
0: I kind of want to mess with my TV's gamma settings just so I could do that now.
1: Do it, dude. It's, it's, it's a lot scarier, but it's fun. Uh, it's fun, but we would still, you know, kind of like on PC, we'd always take turns. We'd always run on legendary just to see how far we can get, uh, without dying. And we would always switch off every death. Um, and that was always fun, dude. I love the library. People can hate it, but man, you guys are weird. <laughs> you guys don't like halo doom version i have heard
0: people complain about the pistols but some people really hate them
1: bro halo Combat of all pistols it's a god gun that's like the bfg of halo it is it is, it is the it bfg is insanely good also i feel like the shotguns were more realistic they are more realistic. Uh, they're basically sniper rifles. Actually, what we would do in custom games is we would actually go through on the on the Xbox. Uh. You can increase like the, uh, or I guess what did we do? We decrease the the gravity. Uh, we would remove all the shields. Uh, and we would equip everybody with shotguns, and basically the snog- shotguns became the sniper rifle because you can snipe them from across the map with a headshot. With a shotgun, and it's ridiculous. Try it. I'm not kidding. It's amazing. I need to do it. It's fun. SWAT it's fun. Two point Absolutely, it is. It is. Well, actually, it's more point five, but since it came before. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down.
0: Um, I'm gonna say that you're the co-owner
1: of SWAT. <laughs> I'm the I'm the co-CEO of SWAT. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! I also um. I have to say this just because uh, I got to give Tech Hardy a little shit. Uh, a little shit here because he hates Combat Evolved and I think Combat Evolved is pretty much better than every way to reach. But uh, <laughs> the game is better than every way to reach. There we go. Um,
0: yeah, I think I'd have to agree, but I don't know if it's because I'm a veteran or not. I don't know if it's because I'm a, uh, I think a Halo boomer.
1: Yeah, well, we are both Halo boomers, but we don't act like Halo boomers. Uh, we act like Halo Zoomers. Zoom Zoom motherfucker. Um, <laughs> no, I actually do mean that. And I, I don't mean to flex on cardi aside from the fact he makes it very clear. And I just think it's funny as well when he gets mad about stuff. But uh, <laughs> I genuinely do think that, though. I actually think Halo Reach is my least favorite main Halo game. But uh, what I mean to say um, outside of that is I, I actually really think that uh, comedy evolved might actually have some of the best uh level design in the entire franchise it's a more open-ended more not open world but it's like you can go anywhere in a lot of the missions you just do your own thing um it's linear but it's you know you can hop in a banshee and just fly wherever the fuck you want on some of those missions i love it dude i absolutely love it
0: okay there's one thing i do hate sometimes uh um, how dare you the, uh today when you respawn but something weird happens you keep like if you don't do a certain thing or even if it just keeps doing it you'll die at that checkpoint and like if you have the scoring on you just keep seeing your points go down
1: <laughs> oh yeah when you keep well that's always that's also a problem in other Halo games too though i mean yeah
0: um, like ce was a little bit worse though
1: it feels like i'm gonna flex on reach a little bit more but i don't mean to it's just one of the main examples i can think of um, in the level tip of the spear, I think in uh, Halo Reach, my friend would always fuck with me, and we would, uh, or we'd fuck with each other, and we make it so that we'd kill each other, and we stand right next to the edge. So every time our friend respond, they jump right, they just spawn off the edge and keep falling. And I'm like, in this way it's a little bit worse because they'll spawn right in front of you. So if you keep mailing, you'll just keep t- killing your teammate, <laughs> create a body or an army of bodies on the floor. Oh, oh!
0: We've got to talk about the the uh with the bandana skull, and then putting it on classic graphics, and then dying in a spot a bunch of times, and then throwing a grenade and let the bodies fly.
1: Oh, I think that's important. Yes, very much so. It's so fucking funny, actually. The same
0: room with the warhog thing I was talking about. You and I did that, and watched the bodies launch everywhere and you and i were dying for a good 15 to 20
1: minutes just yeah dude it, it almost crashed the game because the frame rates dropped so bad oh was, and the sound was going i was like bop, 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 bop. dude it was so
0: funny especially how how many grenades were just on the ground it was stupid
1: oh it was stupid it was ridiculous it's the funny it's the dumbest and funniest thing you'd ever see that's one of my favorite things about halo though It's uh, combat evolved is it's so campy like it knows when to be serious, but it's also the campiest Halo game. Uh, just because you could just do random stuff like that. The grunts are by the way, the grunts are the best in Halo CE. They have the best designs. Joe State and his voice voices them. It's just so funny. But you have all of that just random stuff mixed with the stupid stuff where you could just kill each other, blow each other with a thousand degrades and or grenades, excuse me. Um, and it's just ridiculous, dude. I fucking love it. Dude. It's they just did an absolutely great job i love how a lot of it though is actually not necessarily intentional but it is because they were running out of time and stuff like i always loved my one of my favorite fun facts about it uh halo ce is that uh jason jones the co-ceo of bungie he went in like a couple of hours before they started shipping out like the game to get put on the discs and he turned up the damage rate of the pistol which is why it's a god gun because he wasn't good at the game <laughs> it's true dude it's um it's one of, in one of the interviews with him for destiny back in 2014 he revealed that i just think it's the funniest thing ever
0: he just kept it quiet and then he's just like oh yeah i did that on purpose and everyone's just like
1: yeah 13 years later he, he says it was his fault it's funny as hell honestly i think that's what boosted the game Oh I think so too. I think you the Halo One pistol just gives so much personality. Three shotting hunters in the back. It's just so funny. So
0: great. I absolutely uh, just love that pistol. God I wanna three print it now. You should do it. You should do it. I saw my make their so they had like a straight up like airsoft pistol. They 3D printed a new shell for it. Like so they kept the original one, but they made it slightly thicker with the C E pistol shell.
1: Dude, you should do that. Get the cockback, the blowback Um, airsoft pistols. Dude, you should do it. The blowback is when you pull the trigger and it shoots back, kind of like a regular pistol would. Actually, I I think it's a little bit dramatic, but yeah.
0: (laughs) I would love to have one of those. Or even like technically there's like the halo five style ones but i'd love like one that just looks silver and you know they do add an orange tip because they have to but just to shoot like nerf guns or
1: just and there and i love the halo ce pistols are huge dude they're, they're fucking cool. massive i mean they're called magnums for a reason right that's true that's true but they're so big dude oh my god you see them in halo five and they're just these because they're to scale in halo five so your magnums in halo five you know you're they're you're magnum size that makes sense you grab the halo combat evolve magnum out and that thing's just fucking massive dude it is a two-handed pistol it is a two-handed pistol if you're uh if you if you have two uh if you don't have two hands on that you're you're doom slayer basically it's the only it's the only way you can Bear explain master it what's well, a <laughs> doom slayer or master chief well master chief clearly has to hold it with two hands so it's got to be only doom Slayer in that case
0: has to give the covenant a
1: chance It's true. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, I also remember one of the funniest mods I've seen just on like YouTube videos and stuff. And I saw this way back in the day. I don't know who made it. It was, I saw this way back like 2006 on YouTube. Or I don't know where it was. It was a long time ago. Basically, before Halo 3 came out. Uh, There was this mod on there which basically turned the Halo CE pistol into the ultimate God gun. So I was watching this video and he, you know, he's on. this silent cartographer, he gets off and he pulls out his pistol and he shoots the pelican and the pelican explodes, and every time he shoots, it's like a rocket launcher explosion. and the the pelicans just fly down and run into each other and explode. It was ridiculous. I would love to install that mod. It was the funniest thing.
0: What I haven't seen much of, but um heard is
1: really funny as cursed Halo. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one's really funny as well. I watched uh, Late Night Halo's video on that, and oh my god, dude, it looks so funny. I'm pretty sure it would drive you nuts. It would probably drive you to like almost suicide. But it looks fucking awesome. I would still like if you had to play that on a Legendary, and the only way you can stop playing is to complete the game. I'm pretty sure you'd die.
0: <laughs> Listen, dude, I'm, I'm sure I could find a way to cheese it.
1: There's one of the guns. I don't remember which one. Maybe it is the pistol but it's designed so the barrel is facing you, so if you shoot, you shoot yourself. <laughs> I think it's the pistol, actually. I could be wrong. Yeah, so you're done. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, dude, that's fucking
0: great. opinion. I think the Halo CE, like, back melee kill is the single-handedly best melee thing that could happen to a game.
1: That is pretty funny. Yeah, the, the animation where he flips the pistol and hits it with the butt
0: yes i also love the fact that whenever you hit someone with the pistol they straight up just drop like you just dropped a sack of potatoes like every time i showed people um that in the game uh specifically uh what jumps out to me is uh tanner that was on the podcast with us uh, our first guest and we jokingly said that he coded the game because he's a game creator obviously and um, I showed him that back smack, and just every time I'm running down a tunnel, I had to turn my ass around because I didn't want him to kill me.
1: Dude, I love it. And I love the third-person animation. When you're looking at Chief doing it from a third-person view, there's just so much swing in the torso with it. He really he puts his meat behind it, dude. Dude, he probably dislocates his arm if he misses. <laughs> probably just... <gasps> as, he, as he does that there. Um no, I think that's pretty awesome though, and um, you know, one of the another one of my kind of hot takes there. I actually I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but um, I do prefer even the downgraded comedy evolved graphics to the anniversary for the most part. Mm-hmm. I don't know what about you, John? What do you prefer, classic or uh, if there's a gun to your head, you have to answer?
0: Classic is so easy. Yeah,
1: class- yeah okay. If, if
0: I'm being honest, I actually don't like ce's chief in anniversary that much oh
1: no he looks fat dude they gave him like a gut um i think the the gun fanny pack (laughs) yeah the the gun the 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 gun looks the gown yeah the gun pouches make him look fat in that because they didn't get the dimensions right look tiny
0: when um I remember when Halo um, MCC was doing the season two for uh, Halo One, and it showed like their version of the Chief Helmet. I was like, I was like, holy shit, are they going to just put a new player model in? I was like, I'm going to cry if it looks better and skinnier, and they just didn't. I was like, that's fine, like I totally get it, but I, I, I don't like how weird he looks. Like I have to play on classic graphics, but I do that new helmets uh, that they did because it looks so new but old at the same time on the menu is perfect but I'm sad that we didn't get to use that
1: yeah no absolutely also the animations in uh, Anniversary are so overdone like he looks like when he turns his head it looks like he's snapped his neck just because of how like you know just how how intense intense it is but it's actually interesting because the Fireteam Raven Master Chief it's the same design of the Anniversary version but it looks better like they yeah. they fixed it in that in Ravenholm. I think or not Ravenholm.
0: his hands bigger and it looked a bit a bit better. So I think his hands were tiny to compared
1: to his thigh. I think it was I think it was whole it was whole arms, dude. I think his arms were smaller. If I'm remembering, his upper arm was too fat, and then like as he got but the length, yeah, but the length wasn't long enough. It was like thick yeah. arms, but tiny arms. With hips not past it where his thigh goes, you know exactly. Like t- um. Then again, I mean, the game was rushed. Like, Microsoft did rush the anniversary out. Um, I think it was only a year given to the team. And it wasn't even 343. It was another outsourced team, which explains it. Uh, but I don't, yeah, overall, I don't think uh, Halo Reach's uh, art style really works with Combat Evolved. Of course, there's been improvements, like, on the library, they added the arrows and stuff. And I think on. Two betrayals. I actually almost prefer the anniversary because of how thick the snow is, and they actually did a really good job with the lighting on that one. Nope. Well, that's about it. Pretty good on that map. That's about. I guess. But I guess. Um, I saw it on the controller. Also, was really good snow, but um, in that sense, I would say that I would disagree
0: because I do like Halo Reach's graphics a lot, and I actually thought it worked quite well with. Um, oh yeah, Combat Evolved, but what really kills it is some of the things like, you know, the over animation chief looks really chunky. And chunky. I, I, nah, I'm not going to play on classic because that's how to do it.
1: So that's actually an interesting point because uh, that kind of leads into the part of the art style discussion. I want to have a little bit with the games here Um because I think, no, I think you have a good point there. Like, like, you know, it kind of makes, and it even makes sense to maybe change Uh, combat evolves designed to more fit halo reaches just since they're so connected. I mean, it's like the only game in the franchise that starts and ends at the same time. Um, But I, I think so. The reason why I'm not as big of a fan of new if you will, um, is because I feel like halo reach, it's too dark of a game. I don't think the design, the designs are very made to be very serious, very military Um, where Combat Evolved has a completely different tone than Reach. I mean, they couldn't be more different in terms of tone. Um, And I think the art style really works for Reach because it does support its darker tone, its more military tone, Uh, where I think, for me at least, it feels a bit out of place in Combat Evolved just because the elites there are made more look like monsters, I guess, and that's kind of the point in Halo Reach to have them look more fierce. But I've always felt like the Halo 2 elites would have been a better fit. Because they're more nimble. Um, they're more uh they're more quick, they're more fast, they're more agile. And it's so it's kind of weird being seen those big muscly elites move so fast <laughs> and dodge roll everything. Um that's not to say it's bad or anything. I just think the for like 95% of the game, I think the classic graphics still look better. Even with the broken um because Master Chief Collection uses the Broken Combat Evolved uh, PC port, uh, so if you look in the sky on um, uh, Assault on the Control Room, you'll notice like the mountains go up and then it turns into a weird white color, and it, you don't see the sky; it just goes into nothing. Um, and the water effects aren't as good, and the Jackler, like in the game, when you shoot a Jackler shield, or excuse me, a jackal shield. It's supposed to change color, but it actually doesn't on the PC version. Now, I didn't know this for almost all of my fucking life. And then late night gaming had to come out and ruin it all for me. But it's true, and I hope they fix that. But um, I will take that over the anniversary graphics myself. Because, yeah, well, it's a graphical upgrade. I just don't think... And I think it's kind of hypocritical for me to say I don't think the art style fits, even though I think Halo 4s and 5 art styles fit those games really well. I just think there's something about like the different moods and the different themes that the games convey. They fit their art style, and I think Combat Evolve Anniversary is the only exception for me personally.
0: Okay, I do have two things to say. Yes, uh, I think in some cases it fits well. Um, for instance, like um, Assault on the Control Room, where it's supposed to be dark, it doesn't. It's not that dark anymore. It's more light and. I think that kind of ruins it. If I'm being honest, I like the game to feel dark. That's why I always switched back to CE on those uh, assault in the control room, or was it? Not, maybe not assault in the control room, but uh, two betrayals, two four three guilty spark maybe, or it's yeah yeah guilty spark where it's like dark. You know when you first bump into him, you have to go down like where you first meet the flood.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, oh yeah, I I think for me the anniversary completely ruins the tone. Yeah, so. completely.
0: Yeah, just – and most of them actually, like I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be darker over here. It doesn't quite look as good. Like, um, yeah. But in no, some, I get you. it's supposed to be really light and bright, especially in the snow areas. I'm like, perfect. Did an absolutely great job. Absolutely. Um, another thing though, I actually disagree with the elites. Um, I think oh. thicker elites look great because um, I thought they were kind of fearful in, when I was a kid. Not super scary, but in Reach, I was like, because Halo Three, I felt like they made him more cutesy in a weird way, and I was like, oh, that's my buddies, but like in Halo, oh 3, yeah, oh these guys want to fuck you up, jeez,
1: oh yeah. So you've chosen death. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely see where you come from. Just for me though, I don't know. I feel like the Halo Two elites would have been a better option. Just for me. Because I feel like in Halo Reach they're a lot more visceral, and for me, I think the design works really well in Halo Reach, especially the Zealot designs. I don't know. I just, I guess for me, just because um, they're just so th- they're so much thinner and taller in uh, regular Combat Evolved. I just feel like the Halo Two elites work better for me, but that's just me. Um. But no, I think overall, I mean, I think that's the only time I really don't really like an art style in a Halo game is at this point right here. So that's why I thought I'd bring it up. Um, But that's just me. I don't know.
0: (laughs) No, I I get you.
1: But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of one of the interesting things about the art style there um no i do yeah like i said i do think there's some improvements um i think the library actually does benefit quite a bit by the remaster even if the tone doesn't fit the directions and stuff they do they do help
0: the arrows for sure do help because um my uh girlfriend's cousin austin was walking through and he was just like i'm so fucking lost and i was like switch back to these graphics you're gonna know exactly where to go and he's like okay cool Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, I can make it through on a, on a regular just because I've played it 4,000 million times. But even my most recent playthrough, because I hadn't played library for like almost a year, I would just switch. If, um, When I come to a, a T in the road, I quickly switch to anniversary, look at the arrow, switch back, and then go that way. Um, Because I'm a cheater like that. But yeah. Hey, if it's in the game. <laughs> it's in the game, it's in the game. But I also think, uh, I know some people who actually much prefer the anniversary graphics. and I think that's awesome, dude. I'm glad there's people out there who can actually like enjoy it a lot more than I do. Um, and I'm glad, I mean, I wouldn't have them change it. I would like to see a halo anniversary anniversary come out. (laughs) So like have three graphics (laughs) options, the classic, the anniversary, and then something more akin to halo two anniversary.
0: Halo two. I would not select the halo reach option at all.
1: Yeah, that's true. And Ooh, that's going to be an interesting, interesting topic for next week for sure. Or next week, next month. Um, Absolutely.
0: <laughs> okay, so I do want to say something real fast. Okay. I did watch Aliens. There we go. And I just want to say real quick, the similarities is on fucking believable. They it's literally m- game to movie or movie to game. Like it's yeah. Spot on. Um okay, oh, fuck what was his name? It was
1: um Ape Apeone? A- 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 yeah, Sergeant Apeone in Aliens.
0: Apon and Johnson, insanely, insanely similar. Almost, oh, I
1: think they're the same fucking character.
0: Yeah, basically,
1: <laughs> they're this. Yeah, they. I mean, one hundred percent. Yeah, I remember because uh, yeah, that was a topic we did want to talk about a little bit this week for sure. Um, I had John watch Alien and Aliens for the first time since he said he hadn't um, because, as you, if you've seen Aliens. You know how much of an inspiration Bungie took with UNSC stuff with aliens. So the, the yeah. The what? The ships, especially the ship. Yeah, the ship, the Nostromo. Um, no, it's not the Nostromo. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm blanking it. The Nostromo was the first film. Let me look that up real quick because that's going to bother me. The it's aliens. For sure. What? Insanely close to it. It does. Yeah, it looks like the Pillar of Autumn. Um, let me pull that up real quick. The Sulaco, excuse me. The Sulaco looks like the Pillar of Autumn. Looks very similar. Not, obviously not the same, but the framing of the shot as well looks similar. Um, how they're going to the ring? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And how they go to the planet. The little dropship is very. It looks like a very early uh, design for the Pelican. Actually, if you look at the Pelican's uh, concept art, it looks the original versions look a lot more similar to the dropship and aliens with the little cannons on the side and stuff. Um, also the, the uh, the, elites, yeah, like the higher elites where they
0: had the bigger, uh, helmets reminds me of the, the, uh, the queen alien.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, that inspiration there is great. Um, the Marines design in halo combat evolve is so similar. I mean, it's almost copy paste and that's not a bad thing by the way. I want to say these are all compliments. I'm in by no way saying Bungie's not original I am actually saying that by by being inspired by these designs, I think Halo Combat Evolved stands out even more. Um, So when I say, like, uh, you know, in Aliens, they there's that quick shot where they have the little thing come down in front of their eye for, like, vision, better vision. And then they have that in Combat Evolved. I actually didn't notice that. We didn't really notice that until my most recent viewing of it on Valentine's Day. But, uh yeah, like there's so much of that where you see you get very similar vibes. Um, oh, face huggers and uh, um, the flood spores and the flood spores, yeah, those are pretty similar in design. Um, now I know the elites they're more designed by the predators, except for more of the, the heads, Although, they're kind of like the uh, kind of the curvature on there. I know I don't know if they're exactly necessarily inspired by the xenomorphs, but I know it's pretty similar, it's always a connection I've made. Um the assault rifle is very similar in concept to the pulse rifle in Aliens which I really like a lot better in in Halo though. Having the ammo counter on the other side of the gun in Aliens I always thought that was a bit weird but it's the same idea.
0: I guess when you're like mid reload you can see like that wouldn't make sense cuz you know when you're out. Yeah a-
1: cuz you want to know unless you were out. So but I don't know. I guess that was more for the framing of the movie though cuz so that way the people can see the the ammo counter. But uh yeah the little the radar um the motion detector in aliens that was designed to for master chief i know and i know master chief i'm a lot of that too was also designed by a lot of alien stuff or not alien uh anime inspired master chief a lot as well which is interesting there's a show called uh oh there's a remake of it recently with uh, scarlett johansson i think it's ghost in the shell where one of the pilots has the exact same helmet as the pilot in uh combat evolved in the in the uh the bumblebee um escape pod i don't know i always liked seeing those little inspirations and seeing how bungie was able to take all these inspirations and make their own creative new universe that honestly for all intents and purposes have aged a, like overall like or way more useful in the universe because after aliens it kind of doesn't really it's not great after Aliens, the alien franchise, but with Halo going forward with that, those general inspirations, they evolve into even better things uh, through the series. Uh, you see what I did there? <laughs> yeah,
0: no, um, a lot of inspirations taken from that, including some lines. Um, I did actually end up looking up another video, uh, basically seeing like if there's more inspiration that the Halo games took throughout... Um, you know time and in aliens couple a couple of the quotations they wouldn't say but it would be like on the marketing or you know just stuff it just having text it say in space no one can hear you scream um oh, yeah. it actually says that on um the mission in Halo Reach uh where you're in the spaceship and you're shooting down aliens uh before you actually transport to the uh the, the ship to like basically go nuke the other one. Uh, oh, i didn't know they said that are you serious that ass yep so i saw a video and that someone's like oh yeah this is actually something that stood out to me and i was like what and oh my god um, i would have been your daddy's skull turned on you can actually get that chick marine to say it
1: dude what i had no idea i'm gonna do that now because uh that's the original tagline for alien uh, I think it's one of the best taglines ever for a film. So I think that's amazing. Um, God, that is really cool. Um, oh, of course, Ringworld is an original novel um, where, of course, Halo's kind of based on the genuine idea of the Ringworld there. Um, it's not really, I mean, it's not stealing or anything, but I think it's really cool. And then they made Halo a lot cooler, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it just goes to show that, like, you can't really accuse a game of copying another piece of art because that's kind of like things are going to be inspired by other things. And I think with Halo, it's obvious, like, hey, there's ins- inspirations from aliens. Um, but I think it's in a really respectful tone. Um, you know, using Sergeant Johnson as Sergeant Apone, who was actually a real, like, I think he was a real sergeant, I want to say, in the Vietnam War. He's one of the first black men in the war to be a, to achieve a rank or something like that. I don't know for sure, but I know he's like a really important uh, soldier in Vietnam. So I'd like love that. They included him who was very much his own character in aliens and kind of, kind of carried that forward into uh halo with Sergeant Johnson. I always love that little fact there, chomping on the cigar and everything. I love it. Oh, I love it. And then of course, I'm sure you can make other connections as well. Um, I can't think of any others, but there's another one where he said the corpse isn't paying us by the hour. Yeah, there it is. Very similar to that. Yeah, I feel like I. F- yeah, no, you're right. He did say something very similar to that. Um, no, I really like that there. Um, I do think uh, ultimately Halo did do it better, which is good because, you know, you don't want to copy some or not copy, but be inspired by something and then have it not as good. But I think overall, I think Halo did a little bit better and that's come from somebody who i want to say my favorite action film is aliens probably actually one of my favorite films of all time probably number without stars i think that is my favorite film uh so yeah i mean that's a lot of like that's a lot of uh, gold coming out there um i do got to ask though i mean we well, we could talk more about aliens and alien later but did you like the films or nah? i mean i know they're a bit old yeah really good no i think they st-
0: they stand up yeah
1: fuck yeah bro fuck yeah um but i think that here comes the big question here john and i want you to kind of take the head on this one um how has com halo combat evolved itself not including the rest of the franchise just combat evolved as a game how has that impacted your life
0: um oh impacted my life i don't know just you know never forget to get excited for something um no matter even if it's old or you know, if it's new or mysterious, just kind of enjoy it. Like, I don't know, that's kind of what I'm getting out of this game. Um, and also, sometimes the beginning of something can be, you know, onto something greater.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean, Halo Combat Evolved, it kind of started off, probably, I mean, for us, obviously, the best, the most important uh, media franchise ever, period. Um, of course, that, obviously, it doesn't go for everybody. But of course, I mean, if you're listening to this, I think it's pretty pretty likely it's probably the same with you. And obviously for us, um, you know, Halo comedy evolved. It's aged pretty damn well. It's still a great game. I still think it's a better than a lot of games released today. Um, God, it's still, it's, it's still a great game. So I, I'm pretty thankful for Halo comedy evolved. Uh, you know, all the memories it's had and, you know, being able to replay it from start to finish, which I haven't done with that game in quite a while has been a genuine pleasure for me, at least this month. I've enjoyed, genuinely enjoyed every moment of playing it I never got frustrated with the game I feel like it's completely fair through and through I think the level design is memorable um, easy to understand but still complicated enough to to have the player engage with it um and I think the combat is just completely just as fun as it was when I first played it back in the day with the 30 seconds of fun rule definitely being nearly perfectly implemented into that
0: yes I love that as soon as you get that pistol it's satisfying
1: it is, bro. The unloaded pistol. <laughs> here's a pistol. I don't keep it loaded. I still think that's one of the... I, I still think that's probably the funniest line in the game. Here's my uh, Here's my uh, pistol, Chief. I don't keep it loaded. You're going to have to have fine ammo as you go. As Marine go, like, oh yeah, here you go. It's always funny to me he doesn't keep it loaded. I'm like, damn, okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess if he doesn't keep the clip on him, if he hasn't there, it, anyways, it's here, neither here or there. I just think it's a funny line. Um... Um, but I mean, with that, John, I know you've been kind of working on something for, uh, for everybody here recently.
0: It is, it is complete as well. Um, I released it a little bit early, but I think I'm gonna start releasing them, uh, as long as, you know, we kind of go with the podcast, but I rebuilt my favorite map for Halo CE and that is Rat Race, uh. And classic Halo fact, um, you know, function or you know, fashion, might be it, my bad. Um, I went ahead and renamed it um, Rodent Race. <laughs> Rodent Race. Uh, I went ahead and rebuilt it. And it's gonna it's not a one for one exact copy, obviously. It's like some of the rooms may be slightly bigger or slightly smaller or slightly longer, but um, I think it's more fun that you can, you know, and ins- you know, have more players into it, so Um if you do listen to us um and you've you know downloaded my map or you're going to or you know are you have already played on it, please let me know what you think of it. Um you can look me up on Xbox uh to download it. Uh so just go to File Share and you can like find CO people in the community and you can find me. Uh it's gonna be C4Gamer117. And you should be able to actually download that map. Uh it'd be you know super appreciative i'd like to see maybe a couple videos or you know even tweets or just you know even a direct message saying hey like i like this or just let you know i didn't notice this or hey you know you can do this a little bit better like you know i love some feedback so i mean if you guys ever get the chance you know feel free to check that out
1: yeah for sure i think it's a pretty good map i've downloaded it myself it's uh it's remade with the halo 2 anniversary forge which i think was a fucking brilliant choice by the way uh i feel like that forge is genuinely uh unutilized so i love the fact that you've uh remade it with the halo 2 anniversary uh, Ironically, it's my favorite forge it's a great forge dude it is fucking awesome um it, it really uses most of the best features i think you can get in it so uh and yeah the map is pretty good so i definitely uh check out his profile c4 gamer 117 um on xbox live it's worth a download it's pretty fun to play um yeah also great just it's a comedy evolved classic dude so try it out probably good for uh for land parties or whatever hell uh, yeah oh my absolutely. god,
0: absolutely people playing on uh, land party
1: yeah oh, i mean if they still exist at this point but i guess playing in a multiplayer party is fun. That <laughs> oh that works too um, but I think that kind of kind of brings us to the end of our coverage of The Road to Infinite uh, for Halo Combat Evolved but of course we're not quite done this episode because we are adding an extra little section on here for of course Inside Infinite which just released a few hours ago we're not going to go too much into the details at least um, I mean you can go ahead and watch like uh, Hidden Xperia, uh, Halo Canon Late Night Gaming uh, or I guess a Late Night Halo on there And they'll kind of go through uh, every section of it word by word, pretty much. They'll cover the full thing. But I know we kind of just want to go over kind of our general impressions of what 343 has released, what they've said. Um, And I know this month their focus was on Zeta Halo, which is where Halo Infinite is taking place, um, which is really exciting. Um, But they released kind of the big thing here we're going to mostly talk about is they released some new in-game screenshots of the new ring, uh, new first-person perspective, some new Forerunner technology, day-night cycle. Um, John, take it from the top, man. What do you think?
0: Yeah. um, So far, from what I've seen, I've been absolutely impressed. Um, You know, they did promise that they did want to do uh, a graphics update. And um, as, you know, Xbox has been saying, you know, it's been delivered, so, uh, well, like, a smart delivery, but, you know, it's actually looking so good. Um, what they've done with, like, you know, the screenshots, some of the art just absolutely is phenomenal. Uh, going over, like, you know, the day and night cycle, which we'll get into as well. Um, you know, I I think that they've got a real gem here, and, you know, they said that they did want to do kind of, uh, you know, a spiritual reboot, and I think we're definitely getting that. Um, a lot of the screenshot, uh, shots here I'm seeing just blew my mind you and I were freaking out when oh, yeah. it dropped.
1: Bro, it was like uh I I, go, I wanna tell this this smallest story just because I think it was it's kind of appropriate. Um, but uh, I was working at the time this came out. And of course, I'm working from home taking phone calls. And it was funny because they posted this right at 3, uh, 3, 4, 3 p.m. Their time, which is 4, 30, uh, five sorry, 3, 3 p.m. My time. So an hour later, but they posted at uh, Washington time, 3, 4, 3 p.m. And, <laughs> um, and as they post it, so I'm looking through and I'm waiting for a call. Um, and i am seen all these Photos and at first I think I think I almost say this every time I feel like it's concept art. I think it's concept art when I'm looking through the photos, and then I realize these are in-game fucking screenshots for most of them here. And I'm like, what? And, and then uh, you know, I get a call for a second. I'm like, oh, gotta you know put that down the phone, start talking. System crashes right then and there. And I'm oh, like,
0: yes, no way.
1: I get a second to just <laughs> so I go through and rebooting. I kind of take a little bit of my time there and I'm looking through all these and I'm like, Oh my God, dude, it looks so freaking good. I was like, dude, I was reading through, I was tearing up, dude. I'm like, this looks perfect. I am so happy. This, what they can, they can do in six months with a graphics engine and just upgrading that is insane. Like it's night and day comparing the two. Now I, I was on record saying, I think the graphics look completely fine before, um, with what we saw at the July demo, I was like, yeah, they look pretty good. I mean, it probably don't look as good because it's a stream, but I still think overall, I was pretty happy with it. Um, and then I see these and I'm like comparing them side by side. I'm like, oh my God, this is like night and day. This is night and day difference. It is fucking, I, I can't even like formulate words, dude, especially when you zoom on a lot of the photos here. Um, the little secrets that you'll find is just crazy, John. I don't know if you've seen some of these though. Uh, if you're scrolling through um, the actual Inside Infinite article, the first image that's not that Halo Marine concept art that we've seen before is there's that photo with the kind of the um, the warthog there with next to a forerunner structure. Yeah. But if you zoom in on the left, uh, there's two things interesting. You'll see a ship what looks like to be maybe a banished ship or something next to the halo edge and underneath that it looks like what could be a somewhat like in-game remake of the halo 2 map pinnacle i think that's what they call it in halo 2 Ooh. yeah if you look at that yeah dude i, I you know i saw that i was like oh my god dude, it looks so good it looks a lot bigger of course but it looks like a genuine like remake yeah, there That was huge wow and you zoom in on the grass and stuff and the textures on there. Like this is an in-game engine on PC and oh my gosh, you get the good look at the Marines John, I know you specifically brought up the, the Marines there. What do you think of those dude?
0: They kind of remind me of CE Marines.
1: Look at they them. They do. They do. They, I was going to say, I'm like, dude, they really do look like they CE inspired. Um, also I want to I want to say, um, the
0: reds and the warthog look so right.
1: Oh, yes, they do, dude. Oh, they look good. And it's interesting. If you look, I actually literally just no, um, noticed this, but you'll see on the other side of that forerunner structure, there's green lights. Um, What could be like a campfire or something of the banished or something. And I know they brought that up in the interview. Like, Hey, if you see like a, like lights or something. And while you're exploring the halo ring, because it's kind of ishly open, um, you could go explore. Like, you can just drive over there in your warthog and see what it is and discover things. Notice like, that
0: the Forerunner structure also has a green strip on it. What? Where?
1: Um, look where the
0: green lights are and look to the left, and you'll see a green strip.
1: Oh! <gasps> You're right, dude. You're right. I, do, I think that is a green strip. Ooh! I like that. That's a good like. What I'm sorry. That's a great touch, like a good, good lighting touch. It is, and if you look behind, I just noticed this as well. You can see like the little uh hexagon pillars, kind of by the mountain behind the little forerunner structure there, and it looks like they've got been given a lot of textures that wasn't there before. Um, but one of my favorite touches. Yeah. Do you do you see them there? Yes. Yeah, they look good, dude. Um, but one of my favorite touches, personally. The design of the Forerunner structure, it looks like a perfect mix between Halo 3 um, and Halo 4. A little bit of reach in there. Because it's not shiny like in Halo 4 and 5. The metal isn't as shiny, it's very worn down. With a lot of shapes where, where it's more Halo 3. But the emulating blue lights and some floating textures here and there that are very Halo 4 inspired. And I think they fucking nailed it, dude. It
0: almost looks like a a railway to me.
1: It does. Yeah, that's a good... uh, You're right. It kind of does look that. I wonder what the purpose of that is.
0: I wonder if it's going to be used for materials. So it's going to be hovering and bringing materials
1: to the base. Ooh, that's a good good idea. I like that. Yeah, it kind of does look like it could serve the purpose of some kind of railroad. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. That's a good little uh, theory there. It'll be interesting to see. Um, and that's only kind of the first image there. John, what are your thoughts on that, dude? I mean, you can look up in the sky. You can see the day-night cycle in, in progress. You can actually see stars now, uh, which wasn't there before.
0: Which is great. Um, one thing I was noticing was the clouds already look super great.
1: Yeah, the, the clouds do look really good, actually. You can see the different colors reflecting, or I guess not reflecting, but it's absorbing the dark blues and uh darker pinks on there. Oh hey, uh, um,
0: so go to the so the tree on the very left where you said that um structure was uh for Halo 2. Do you see that black dot underneath it? It almost looks like a banshee.
1: Oh yeah. Wait, I'm zooming in on it. I think a I, I think that's a fly. Wait, what? Maybe I'm not looking at the right one. Hold on.
0: No, it's, it's literally like next to the tree, just to the right of it, and underneath to the, the halo to structure.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. looks like that's actually a fly. It's a dot with two wings on there, um, but it's in the foreground, I think. Oh, I don't know. Maybe It could I'm- be a banshee, but it's really dark. Now, we do actually get a look at the banshees here, and we'll look at those soon, but I don't know. That could be a banshee, I guess. I'm not sure. But it looks good, dude. It looks like the draw distance looks fixed. It looks like, you know, the stuff up front is a lot more focused than the stuff behind, but it still looks good. Um, You can see the mist in the background and the surrounding mountains. I really like this photo. Uh, I think this photo alone, it looks like concept art, but it's in engine and that blows me the fuck away.
0: Wow, this just looks so good.
1: Jumping to the next one there, I'm seeing... So it's like inside of a, a banished installation. Um, it looks like, yeah, it's, it's described as a, a stark contrast to the lush PNW-inspired exteriors of said Halo. So it looks... I mean, this kind of looks more Halo... Even though it's a banished thing, it looks more Halo 4-inspired Forerunner tech, but it's not. You can see the Halo ring there being examined... Uh, on the table, which is very similar to Atriox's little uh, table he was looking at at the end of Halo Wars 2.
0: Yeah, that does look similar.
1: It looks really good, dude. Uh, not much. I don't have much to talk about on that one. I don't know about you, but I still think I mean that for concept art, I, it looks kind of like what we saw in the game uh, gameplay of Halo Infinite when Chief went inside of that structure, the banished turret there. Uh, it kind of looks similar to that. I, I get those vibes, and I really like that
0: i'm like zooming in all over the place to see if i can see anything
1: yeah there's not too much from what i can tell it almost looks
0: like concept art though at least this one
1: it is concept art it is i was
0: like um am i going crazy
1: no you're good yeah i zoom in i mean it's clear that it's drawn um but that's what i mean dude i feel like there's some of these from like i thought that was concept art what the fuck Um, but actually jump into this next image here. I think this is the exterior of that building we're looking at. Um, it's that banished structure and it's massive. It kind of reminds me of something out of Mad Max, but also kind of reminds me of like a castle.
0: It's very menacing.
1: Um, Yeah. Almost Terminator. Like I want to say it's big. You can see, um, it's on the ravine there and there's just a lot of like turret, like sniper turret areas there or I guess Sniper's Nest, whatever you call them. Yeah. It looks, actually, it kind of looks like like the bottom looks a bit like something out of Mordor in Lord of the Rings, where the top looks like something uh, Terminator-esque. And I really dig that design. That looks great. It looks good. Not much to see there outside of that, but it looks cool seeing. I Actually, I think we see the structure in another one of the pieces, actually. Hmm. Um, so we'll come back to that, and I'll show you where I thought I saw that. Then this um,
0: um, structure definitely reminds me of um, Halo Combat Evolved when you go onto that first under structure.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what it is. The I think we're looking at the same one where it shows the diagram of day and night cycle and all yeah. in between. Yes. Oh, I think that's what it's supposed to be. And it looks like it went through a redesign from the what it originally was in the uh, 2018 trailer because you see it in there. But in that version, it's a lot shinier. Um, and a lot more angled. Where this is very classic. Yeah, and it's it looks like comps with art, but this is in game on PC.
0: I absolutely love how just disgustingly dirty it looks. Like it's it just does like, been there for a long time.
1: Yeah, it does. It looks ancient. It looks dead. Um, which I really appreciate on there. Like it's uh, yeah, it's got the watered dirt. Uh, rug down on it um and i think that's one of the big things between halo Combat evolved um and say halo 4 where halo Combat Evolved is very ancient halo 4's requiem was very alive and i feel like that's the major difference so there's a lot more mystery going on here and i think halo's kind of missed that recently and i'm really glad it's back oh yeah and i think i see where you said the brute on the nighttime picture there's the jackal uh and then there's the brute on the left hand side yes and I love you can see like a galaxy in the distance, the stars get brighter, the reflections like on some of those, it does look like a shinier metal where the sun hits on it during different times of day. Um and I think that looks really cool.
0: They just absolutely nailed this.
1: and I guess from what the way I understand it, it's it's got a time of day lighting system. it you know like, like I guess it dynamically changes um through uh, like as you play the game, I guess. I, it definitely looks like it's going to um, alter the mood and atmosphere. Like some of it looks like midday and it looks like a, more of an action set piece where it looks like a calm like sunset and another picture. And at the end, it kind of looks like a stealth mission at the, the final image there. And I really like how they are uh, kind of executing that. It looks insane, dude.
0: So on the very bottom picture where you saw the brutes and the jackal, Look at the very right above 3 for 3. I'm trying to see what the heck that orange thing is. I'm probably looking into this too much, but I'm like, what is that?
1: Oh, I see. It looks like um, more of a, probably a little camp where UNSC forces are. It looks like just like a little satellite reader there or something. But it does look like maybe a campsite for UNSC Marines or something, which is really interesting. Because I know one of the things they didn't mention is that you'll be rescuing Marines and stuff around the around the ring in this game as you're kind of exploring the the world. Um, so that's really cool that they might have like little campsites to kind of survive. And this one's pretty close to, it looks like a banished camp. Um, so that's really cool. That's really, really cool. I didn't notice that bro. That's a good fucking uh, shot there.
0: Like zooming in and like, what more secrets do you have? And it's like the other shots don't have them.
1: I know. I noticed that. I was just looking for it on the other shots. So by dynamically, maybe Marines are moving around the environment, setting up camp places. Um, that'll be really unique. And keep in mind, if you're listening right now, um, I actually haven't had a chance to read full the through thing. I've just been able to skim it. So maybe it does, it does go over specifics with that. And if it does, I'm sure you guys will let me know via DMs because you'd like to do that. But uh, <laughs> um, just just be aware. I I haven't been able to read the full thing. Just some little things here and there.
0: I do want to talk about the ammo counter real quick. Yeah, it looks so much better at the bottom.
1: Oh, the ammo counter, and that's on the. Oh yeah, with the sniper rifle picture. Let's look at it. That looks the. So better, it but but does.
0: I remember, like as a kid, I was like, "Why would you put it down at the bottom?" And now, like I'm older, I'm like, "Oh fuck, I'm wet."
1: Yeah, it looks good. You you got your grenades there. You got your armor ability. Looks like a new uh, handheld weapon there, a sniper rifle. Now, there's no bullets on there, which is a different change. I think that was the same in the demo, but uh, I don't mind the change. It actually looks really clean.
0: Kind of cleans up the space. Um, I do want to talk about the sniper rifle scope. I did see some people saying they hate it. Um, I get very reminiscent of um, Halo CE right now. Like That looks... It's, it's clearly
1: beautiful. I, I feel the same. Now, I will admit when I first looked at this, I felt like the sniper rifle kind of put me off a little bit just because I feel like, this, like it's not quite as bulky as before, and I think a lot of that comes to the more rounded scope rather than it being a full-on square. But uh, after about three seconds of looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I really like this sniper design. I think it looks really good.
0: The one thing I did kind of have a problem with was um, kind of like the bar right in front of it, but like, it doesn't bother me enough to be like, eh, you need to change it. Like I, I kind of like it. Like I hate, but like it at the same time.
1: Yeah. I think that's uh, I think, and you flip that down or something, um, or I don't know what the purpose of that is. I know they've had similar things like that in some other Halo games, but I'm not 100% sure.
0: Just so you can carry it a bit easier.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That looks really good there. And again, this looks like a lot of concept art, but I guess it's not. It looks like it's in game, which again, again, that is fantastic. Um, now, notice the spire. I think that might be like the Palace of Pain. You know the in the um, the like the main screenshots for Halo Infinite, or I guess the the con the God. What is it? You know the big floating structure on like the 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 uh, the cover art of the game. You got the big structure in the background. Yeah, I I think this is the bottom of it, and it really gives me both Halo uh, three and Halo four vibes again. With the lights, it looks alive, but it looks old, roasty, like old and rusty. And the kind of the the shape and design of the fl- stuff on the floor is very Halo three esque. But it still looks like with the lights emanating and starting to become more floaty. That gives me some major Halo four vibes. So I think they absolutely nailed it there. Also, look at the flowers on the ground and the grass, dude, and the water. God, I could drink that. Like, you could see on the rock there, like, it looks wet. I know it's a silly detail, but it looks wet. And the sniper rifle there, it's got, like, a lot of scruffs on there. I know a lot of people complained how the assault rifle um, was very just, like, one color. Um but this looks like it has very clear scruffs, so it looks like it's been through a little bit there, lots of uh detail on it, especially on this arm and glove there. Uh which I think is uh, really neat there. Um and it this caption for this image it says explore the mysterious the mysteries of Zeta Halo the way you want, taking full advantage of an expanded sandbox featuring familiar weapons alongside brand new additions. Now, I want to kind of talk about that real quick because I know they specifically said it's not open world, but they also mentioned later it's not open world in the sense where you have to craft things or kill animals to like get equipment or anything. It's more of a uh, kind of your sci-fi combat game, kind of like Halo CE, Um, but it's, it's kind of like an open leveled world where you can explore, you can go fight things, find enemies to kill. Uh, unlock mysteries but it's not open world in the sense where you have to like like speak with characters or anything like that or or um, check your inventory or anything like that so it's more of a battle space a large battle space than like an open world which I think it's actually probably a good idea that's what I was kind of nervous about um, but it looks like they're very much focusing on the main combat of Halo while having it in a large open world I so it's you- cool
0: What, like, the either the gun is or the two things next to it?
1: Uh, what do you mean?
0: So, above the sniper rifle, the there's three things uh, the the ammo counter. Oh,
1: let's see, kind of like a spike. Oh, I see. Yeah, so there's like a third new weapon on there, looks like more of a, a handheld weapon. It looks like the G, one with the G above it. It looks like that's a, a brute spiker grenade. And the other one, it looks like maybe the drop shield or something.
0: But the drop shield's more blocky now.
1: Right, but it's just the symbol. Now, it could be um, like a bubble shield kind of thing or something like that. I wonder if it's like a beacon. Could be a beacon. What would be Bo- a beacon for? Maybe calling it a drop ship or something? Calling it in the pilot? Nice. Ooh. Yeah, supplies too. Ah, that's a good idea. Having him drop off supplies to you when like you a, like, need ammo. The Halo 3 um, drop pods that would drop yeah. like a sniper rifle or like a battle rifle. There we go. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what that icon is for. But I think you've got, you're have got you on to a good point there. Uh, yeah, but big fan of the new sniper rifle. Um, it does look a lot... Um, I guess the scope is a bit more round, but I kind I kind of really do dig it. It's a bit, little bit weird where it doesn't look like you can see everything through the scope like you could in other games, but maybe that's just a placeholder. Maybe they don't have that functioning. Or maybe they just don't want to distract the player and just have a nice blue um, scope there. It's interesting they don't longer do green ones, but I think it kind of works. It's a lot less distracting as blue. Um, but yeah, what do you, what else do you think about that, John?
0: I'm just like a constant looking at it. I'm like, wow, they did the colors so
1: realistic. Like I, I love it. Um, yeah. Dramatic improvement. Yeah. Dramatic improvement. Even the colors in the, uh, in the HUD are a slightly different blue, bit more natural. I really think it fits. One thing I do love about this is, um, this is a weird thing we got annoyed
0: with in, uh, Halo four slash five that you could see a slight bit inside your helmet. I don't know why I got bothered by that a bit.
1: Oh, really? I really liked that. I'm actually a little bit that's go- sad that's gone. Um, I understand it. They showed a tiny
0: bit of it, but I think Halo 4, 4 and 5 did a bit much.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I can understand that. Like Personally, I, I kind of liked it just because those games were very cinematic and... Um, especially when in locks Pfizer, I I just felt like it was a good way to separate the characters, but at the same time it did, it did kind of work against the game in a sense of you can see less. Um, and the realism kind of went a bit too far. So I definitely understand the decision to remove it, even though I did kind of like it. I think it'd be kind of cool to have the option, but that's such a cop-out answer nowadays. I I'm totally fine with them removing it and it looks really, really good. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. But this next screenshot here, this is one I'm re- I'm personally really excited about. I'm really, really happy with this one. Um, because, again, this one is one that looks like concept art, but it's in-game, apparently. Um, it says Work in Progress PC. And it's got two Banshees on here. It looks like... Um, at first, I thought it was just like a regular purple one and a red one. But I'm wrong. It looks like both of them are red Banshees, um that are very similar to uh, the ones seen in Halo Wars 2 and the uh MegaBox version. Oh that ships uh, back in the background. Yeah, that ships in the background again. Now one observation I did have, remember the end of Halo Reach when your helmet is in the ground but it's mm-hmm. in, yep, yep. in the grass and you have that ship in the background. Yeah.
0: I was like I was like am I wrong for thinking that?
1: <laughs> no, it no, I had the same observation. It's obviously a lot less angular but it has a very similar silhouette and i just wonder if there's a connection there The
0: one tower that you were talking about that you said would see in the screenshots it is at the bottom of the banshees
1: yeah it is it's on the floor there. you can see a lot of banished outposts there but yeah it looks like it's the in-game version right there and it looks another thing massive
0: so go back to that shift that we were just talking about and then look down do you see those rocks that are kind of pointing up
1: the oh, people? they look like uh actually they look like forerunner structures. Yeah. Um looking on my PC I'm gonna zoom in more. Um yeah, I think those are Forerunner actually. You can, can, see can see the you can see the hexagonal shapes in the in the background there, kind of near on the left. But yeah, far underneath it, it does look like uh some like forerunner structures there. I'm not too sure what wait, those
0: no, wait, are. Wait, I'm kidding, I'm getting vibe I'm getting a vibe from Sandtrap.
1: Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's- hey, remember that pinnacle? Remember that pinnacle yeah. thing I was talking about? Yeah, it's right below it. Yeah, I see that over there as well. So we're looking at the same areas before, the same general area, but at different perspectives. Mm. That's fucking cool. That gives me Lord of the Ring vibes, and that's a good thing to give the TJ. I um, also really like the draw distance of the ring there, the reflection of the sun off the side of the ring, and the water. Um Which is actually really interesting, the description of it there. It says, capture a banshee and fly to a floating ring fragment from across a gap of the stars. So that tells me those little fractions that we see over there, uh, we could go over to those there, all the way over there. Which is insane. Like, can you explore the whole Halo ring and you just use that exploration? Because it's mentioned that you'll be able to explore the ring going between missions so I wonder if you can explore like the whole ring if you' wanted to or if there's a certain cutoff at some point
0: um above the one structure that's um, we saw earlier it looks like mm-hmm. there's like a banished bridge type thing like an a above it
1: uh let's see where and where is that you see uh, so oh the on the top of that mountain peak yeah it's kind of not on top of the mountain but like Ah, uh, so
0: literally right above that banished thing that you're saying was giving you uh, Lord of the Ring vibes.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like kind of a triangle shape ish. Yeah, that does look more banished than forerunner. I gotta tell you,
0: so that looks thrown together.
1: It that does from the pixels <laughs> uh, from yeah from the smaller pixels there, and it's interesting. Like looking on the ground there, and you do see like different banished bases from what I can tell near the uh structures there maybe i'm maybe those are just forerunner structures but as you look into it uh further there you do see like those little uh hexagonal shapes appearing every once in a while and it looks like uh yeah there's that mountain peak kind of in the center-ish of the image i guess not this yeah kind of the center of the image where it looks like it kind of got torn apart and it is uh yeah it is exposing those uh, horizontal little uh, hexagons there. I like it, dude. I'm a big fan of the art style. I'm a big fan of how it looks. It gives me um, massive Combat Evolved vibes, but it also reminds me of something completely new. It actually really reminds me of Washington State, actually, with all the pine trees and everything. Almost very Valhalla looking. Uh, 343 Office. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of over in that area there. And I think their backyard was like kind of that that filling it looks like is genuinely as one of their inspirations there. Um Okay. And then here's a brief description of what so he says what kind of game is Halo Infinite? And um it is responded that it's the most open and adventure-filled Halo game ever. It's the Halo It's the Halo game we could only dream about making 20 years ago, and we can't wait for you to explore it. And it looks like that's from Joe Staten, the, of course, you know, one of the main writers of the Halo franchise, specifically Halo 2, and now the uh, the the uh, director of Halo Infinite. There, I I guess he's director. Maybe it could be a different title, but he's like the main guy in charge. John Boy,
0: wanna cry,
1: dude? I'm so excited. I can't wait to give this more of a full read eventually. Uh, it's just because there's so much there, and I've got to be writing a, uh, an article about this uh, tomorrow, so I got to get it uh, fully read. But um, based on what I'm seeing so far, dude, Halo Infinite—I'm—I'm t- I'm calling it now, dude. Halo Infinite's going to be the best Halo ever. Yeah, I Fuck it, I'm saying it, dude. Call it now as well, dude. It looks so good. I am am um, so excited. And, um, now there is a, uh, excuse me, there is a secret audio clip that we listened to before, uh, we, we started the podcast here and I guess it could be found somewhere in this, uh, in this article. I don't actually know where, I don't know where they found it, but I will do what I can. I'm going to put it at the end here so you guys can listen to it if you missed it. Basically, it's a conversation between, um, like, a, well, I think it's like, is it like an Oni agent, Catherine Halsey, and then Master Chief talking about how, like, the Guardians have shut down, like, like 16 or something colonies. Um, and she asked Master Chief, of course, um, what the last thing he heard from Cortana. And, John, if you want to take it away with what he says. He says goodbye.
0: Well, that's what she
1: said to him. That's what she said. My heart breaks, which is why it's going to be very important if you haven't played Halo 5. Um, god, you gotta play Halo 5, even if you're not a big fan of it or you've heard bad things, you gotta play Halo 5. Oh, I'm dude. excited, yeah, I'm excited for that one in a couple months when we get to that because I've got a lot to say. Um, but yeah, um, now do uh make sure I'm seen here. It looks like I'll go on Twitter, put hashtag ask343. Uh, something probably more about the the uh, sandbox and the world of, Z- of Zeta Halo, and they're going to be answering uh, some of those questions in a future video, probably going to be coming in the next week or two, kind of like what they did before with the previous uh, uh, Inside Infinite, which is pretty interesting. I already got some questions I already want to ask, and I'm burning to ask, and I can't wait.
0: Oh, I don't even know what I want to ask. There's so many things I want to ask that would be too... I guess giving the game like that be spoiling
1: stuff just start spamming questions with the with the hashtag <laughs> they're bound to answer one of them maybe <laughs> I'm reading this real quick skinning animals
0: to make better gear for Master Chief Spartans wear Mjolnir Assault armor they don't need leather boots
1: <laughs> I, I read that sentence as well and I'm like oh man that makes me so happy um just acknowledging that like, that's just kind of how open world games work. It's just, uh, that's how it goes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really, really happy with the direction I've gone with all this. Uh, I'm, I mean, even though it broke my grunty's little heart when it was delayed back in August, just six months, uh, since the July reveal, um, genuinely, or I guess even since the delay, um, it, the game looks a hundred times better. It looks like a next gen game and I'm just, I couldn't be more excited about it. There's so much that I'm ready for. All right. Well, it's uh, that's a lot of, <laughs> I mean, we're going on two and a half hours at this point. Yeah. Um, any last uh, thoughts there, John, before we kind of wrap her up here?
0: No, but I am um, insanely excited and um. Yeah, I, I, do
1: you have anything else to add? To say I'm hyped for Halo Infinite is a massive um, understatement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, you no, know, it's actually funny because they, uh, of course, they released this today, and then my wife came over. Uh, then Her late gift for me for Valentine's Day came, and it was the new Halo Infinite shirt, which I is what I'm wearing now. Know. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Dude, it looks so
0: good on you, too. I'll it totally suits to you,
1: it's it's cool. It's good. It feels good. But uh, I think uh, I think that's a good sign that you know we're we're back on the train uh, for Halo Infinite hype. Um, of course, it's they did mention it's going to be a little while before we start seeing gameplay or anything or uh, infinite flights, but they're coming. So make sure uh, now. I had me, me and John did this just last week, but make sure you do update everything um, on you know Halo Follower, on the Halo Insider page there um they've added like the xbox series 2 controller if you guys use that make sure you select that um if you guys have an xbox series s uh, or a series x make sure you update that information if you've gotten a new pc uh make sure you update that information as well with your specs i've had to upload all of those um so just make sure you do that so that way you're ready for of course you know the master chief collection like season six flights but also halo infinite flights when they uh when they begin in the coming months, it looks like. So I think we might be seeing that May, June, maybe, yeah, May, June, July. I'm thinking that's probably around the time they'll start doing some more, some actual flights with it.
0: I so hope I get into a flight, dude. I'm so hyped.
1: I think we will definitely get into it. I think, it, I think it's possible. Straight uh, up, dives towards it. I, I think they will. I think they'll try to get as many as possible. It's going to be a free-to-play game. So I think getting all the people who sign up for it, it's only going to cover a fraction, maybe 40% of the player base, but still that may getting that many people to try out the game, test the servers, provide feedback months ahead. I think that's what they need. So I'm, uh, crossing my fingers. Hope, hoping, uh, hoping for the best, Help! but I think that kind of brings us to the conclusion of this extremely special and hype filled episode. Yeah, and like always, we
0: seriously appreciate you guys um, tuning in. Uh, We do know that this is a little bit longer a podcast. Things have been pretty crazy lately, but um, I'm glad, I'm sure TJ's glad that we did find some time to um, get together and record this. Uh, I do plan on making more maps for um, each thing that we're going to be going through. So next is Halo 2, and I've already got a map in the works for that. Um, but yeah, so, you know, like always, we, we really appreciate you guys, you know, tuning in and, you know, care about listening to us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We really do appreciate that. Um, I know like the last podcast we did was, I think the one year anniversary for Noble Corps. And I think in that podcast, we were like, oh yeah, we're going to start doing like every week. And then this is the first time we've done it, which is at the very end of the month. That's, um, actually we had some things come up. I actually got pretty sick for about two weeks. I didn't get COVID. I got tested, um, but the first week I was uh, God, I was basically in bed for sixteen hours a day for like three or four days, and then the next week my throat was just beyond fucked. I, I promise you guys,
0: we got onto this, uh, so we use a thing called Squadcast, and we tried. We thought about recording, but I, I I was listening to him. I was like, dude, I'm not gonna lie, you you sound like someone wiped your ass with their throat, and uh, I looked like it too yeah yeah like, <laughs> here, like dude you looked like a raccoon like i was like dude you gotta go to bed like yeah. I'm sure we can delay it
1: yeah we uh i mean we got the notes down and the el- problem is a lot of the notes were like of the last like they were kind of outdated with the halo news and we're like ah, i guess we just delay till next week like dude i felt like shit i looked like shit i was still recovering um and i had worked all day so dude i was tired but uh yeah we're gonna st- i mean genuinely we're gonna we're we're trying to do more of it um i think i don't know i'm pretty much over the cold now i'm you can probably tell there's a little bit of a strain in my voice but uh uh, i think we're pretty much uh through it um hopefully we'll be to jump be able to jump back in and really grind it out i know john you've been going having some other fun stuff going on as well um i don't know if you wanted to just kind of tease that just uh just so for fans, I don't know.
0: They're not my dogs, but we're watching them for um, my girlfriend's friends, and they're super sweet people. They're just trying to save up for a house, and um, they actually offered us to watch them, and they're like, hey, we'll pay for the rent, we'll pay for everything, we'll get them food, and, like, you know, super cool. Um, in return, we actually get a free puppy out of it. Uh, if they
1: if That's a win.
0: Up, you know, being uh, prego. Um their names are Boston and Milo. They're super cute. Um, they're from the same litter. They're siblings. I don't know if they're in here with me. Probably not. Yeah. But um, So if you heard barking earlier, I apologize. They're still getting used to the place. Um, they're not quite used to everything. They're also used to a very high-energy place. They're used to um, two babies and two parents, so constantly someone home. So um, we're starting to give them the tension that they um, – that they that they'd like because obviously if you have babies those take way more attention than doge um but you know i'm glad that we're able to watch them for a bit and you know hang out with them so they'll be hanging out with me playing games
1: yeah absolutely doing more uh podcasts as well so that's gonna be awesome um and of course as we further approach as we get further along with this uh road to infinite stuff as we kind of figure out what we're doing going forward i think it's just gonna be better um but yeah i mean in the meantime though i mean we're pretty active on social media you know check us out on twitter um you know our, our podcast channel is at the noble core um that's kind of where we upload all of our episodes um where you can get all the information about us uh, my boy here is at john the chief 117 um so go ahead and follow him very positive uh positive halo content there are always some funny tweets Um, and of course I'm on there at infinite grunt and you could see me just going beyond hype about everything in my entire life all day. So that's, uh, that's always fun. I always got something stupid to tweet about. So, um, check us out there, you know, and you know, use the hashtag road, the road to infinite to share your favorite aspects and memories of, uh, you know, halo comedy evolved with us for the rest of February. And then, you know, jumping into March here, can't believe it's already almost March. Yeah. Uh, we'll be jumping into, I know John is really excited about this one. And I think, you know, after two months, we're, we're kind of got a hold of it. So we're going to be doing a halo two next month, uh, for March. Uh, it's going to be really exciting. I know, uh, gosh, I know we'll probably have even more to talk about next month. That's going to be insane. I can't. i can't wait for that. Ooh, the great schism. The Great Skrism, yes. Um, what a lot of people think is the best Halo game is on there. I think it's going to make, make for a great episode. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and if you enjoyed this as well, considering uh, visiting informpixel.com, it's the website that I write for. I'm a games journalist uh, lead writer on that site there. Uh, and I do typically come out for several written pieces a week. Uh, if you already follow it, you've probably noticed I haven't really made any posts recently, aside from like today, just because I've been sick and I've been you know i haven't been writing uh too much work uh when you're sick but uh i've actually just gotten the word i get to write about the halo news for tomorrow so i am i am i probably not even gonna sleep dude i'm so excited but uh check that out you know we i definitely put my butt into that um but i think that's about it this week
0: yeah and this has been the noble core podcast we'll see you guys next month for the road to infinite um obviously halo 2 is something we're very excited about Thank you guys for, um, listening to us. And... Out. Ta-da!